Boy, you smell good. Please. Hello and welcome to episode number 95 of Unrelenting, coming in early today on a Friday. In the Friday with Eugene. Well, uh, yeah, because it's daylight savings time. Oh, is that it? Well, that's why we're doing it right now. Do you feel like you've saved anything? Wait, do we, it, we're, we're a half hour early. How is mm-hmm. daylight savings time working for you? Um, you know, it's, it's light out. Which, that, that'll happen most of the days. Because we're saving daylight. We are saving so much daylight. Can uh-huh. I like use it later? Can I put it in a jar? You you can hold on to it if you'd like. And why do you sound different? All of a sudden you sound clear. I'm like, wait, you did something. Do I really? I sound clear. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, here's what I did. I bumped one little tiny band in the EQs at 5,000. I put it up by six decibels which is a decent jump i mean they say anything under three you won't hear but like every every three decibels is like doubling right is that the if i remember mm-hmm. my audio math correctly yeah every three is um doubling i think that's correct yeah. and it sounds very much it's opened up nicely hmm. interesting it does no longer has that you're the teacher from the peanuts Uh like what are they saying i don't know yeah well i mean the funny thing is it was already preset it just was turned off oh is this part of the last several years with the microphone what was this for a or is it just with the inter it wasn't with the motu right yeah it was in the motu yeah so you had it ready to go yeah but i it was off for the last three years well that would explain it you think like why is it so low is that what I <clears throat> well, I mean, it was I, with it being off, it shouldn't be low. It should be flat. But now there's a slight peak to it. Now we go in, we add the uh, the EQ we had on there. It's like, you sound delightful. Wonderful. But that is right where we had the, the bump was actually between like two and four thousand. We had a little bit of a bump there for you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's at five thousand now. Now everything's, I mean, I almost have to add a little more extra bass to you just to get that low end. Yeah, I didn't do anything with the bass. So at some point, maybe two, three years down the road, I'll, I'll flip the switch for the bass to turn that on as well. Yeah, you'll figure out what sounds good. Well, there's one preset that it's just turned off. There's no reason to be rushing into things. No, no, not at all. So how are things down in the, uh, is it Moscow or Austin today? Yes, I'm back back from a conference it was a homeless santa con 2023 yes, a homeless santa conference 2023 <laughs> which would be the perfect time to have it because you know what would santa's be doing in december anyway yeah i just want to um, know where i can get one of them spiffy sir jean hats are those being sold anywhere do you have to win a prize weird hat yeah 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 you can actually get one i'll get you a affiliate link in a little bit here there's an of course there's an affiliate link <laughs> what it's all about you're going uh-huh. right back to the grift that's right but it's a nice that's looking all... hat i mean would you have Speaking... that custom made or was that just you found that and was like wow that looks like me i mean i modeled for it but uh you know modeled yeah 
they they couldn't make the beard long enough. That's the only problem. It just goes down. It's you know okay. It should go all the way around the whole hat. Oh, I'm thinking the beard should just continue on mm-hmm. after the cap mm-hmm. stop or the hat stops. Yeah, exactly. It should just like go down into your face. There should just be beard. Uh-huh. Yeah, just hanging off the hat. Yeah, looking like really bad gray pubes just coming off the hat. You know, you should probably put that picture, include that in the podcast so people can see it. The one with the fake background that you posted or the real background? You could put the real one if you'd like. I love using AI to update photographs. The realism. Yeah, I got Photoshop. I haven't played around with it long enough to realize that they've got a remove green screen effect. Oh, they okay. Well, they have so many different things with removing the background. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting with a lot of this stuff to see the different ways for even with videos. The one guy on uh, the YouTubes mm-hmm. showed that you can take just a little block because most of the time you're not as the subject of the video going to be going out of a little square area. Mm-hmm. So you don't need the big wide. And this is the problem with these small green screens is they're literally cover you. But there's a lot of times your room is going to be showing on the left or the right side of right. the screen. And he showed how using the generative fill, you could just go in and take a square and photo of you and then go on the areas where you're never going to be and just have it create that room and then it's there for the whole video unless the lighting or anything drastically changes during the video the background never changes mm-hmm. i'm like oh that's genius you don't need a green screen it doesn't even have to be a real room mm-hmm. you just yeah. go to the ai it creates the room for you mm-hmm. never believe anything you see on the internet that's the bottom line never um so, so i think why? that's just generally good advice never believe anything you see anywhere or well, on the internet. certainly not on the internet no, the AI stuff is getting fantastic. All these AI bots now, they're fairly accurate, but they do make mistakes. And this is, I understand it's probably because of the way that they work and how they're scraping the information. Mm-hmm. But the reality is when you have a certain amount of correctness to the answers you're getting, like I put in a few different questions about hey, what is the Grumpy Old Ben's podcast? Mm-hmm. What is this? What is this? And it was straight on. Yeah. was 100% correct. Then I asked it about another podcast, and it put Adam Curry on the podcast when he wasn't mm-hmm. one of the hosts. And I'm thinking this is the most nefarious thing is that from people that you're putting in things, you're getting those first two, three answers, and they're 100% right. Mm-hmm. You start believing the AI. Yeah. So when it starts getting things wrong, you're far less likely to go and do any kind of fact checking or double checking or confirming. Yeah. And that's what everybody has to learn that you need to do that because otherwise that's how that's how they're going to get you, man. We sound like one of those conspiracy theory podcasts now. Well, that's what we've always been, isn't it? Conspiracy theory podcast. We talk about things. We're the American Grimerica. Speaking of conspiracy, we're the American Grimerica. Yeah, that's what we are, isn't it? Uh, I don't know about that. It's Darren and what's the other guy's name? I always forget. Uh, Gene Simmons? No, right. Could be. On Grimerica. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, 
like all, all I know is uh, we're fucked, but not in the good way. Not in the good way is correct because we'd like to be fucked in the good way, but unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. In fact, it rarely happens. But we're presently fucked because at the uh, what do you call it? The homeless Santa Con homeless Santa conference that I went to. Um, it became more and more apparent to me that we uh, are completely unprepared for an EMP attack. And uh, we as a country. Right. Um, and also that the probability of an EMP attack is 17 times higher today than it was 10 years ago. Now, is the technology to create one easier? And I'm thinking this is also a parallel to believing the AIs. We have become so complacent and so reliant on all the machines. Mm-hmm. That if they were to disappear, I mean, I remember working at Circuit Shitty back in yeah. 1994, five, mm-hmm. whatever that was, mm-hmm. and having the mm-hmm. computers go down for a few hours and then pulling out the old fashioned pads to do the orders. And it was like, oh my God, nobody knows what the hell's going on. Yeah. What would happen now with an EMP? Business would stop, the grocery stores wouldn't know how to sell you the groceries if they even could they couldn't people would be looting though i mean that's the beauty looting people have been practicing Looting would still work looting (laughs) would still be a viable means of shopping but uh the problem isn't in that you couldn't buy something from the store i mean that's i guess your problem but the real problem is that the store will not get any more deliveries yeah the supply chain all there is is what you have in the store and at your house and this is it. why you want multiple freezers well you- your freezers yes the the freezers themselves uh would be great if you have a power supply that keeps them running oh right because the emp is going to take down the power grid not just yes the- absolutely so what you need are a few generators well generators would be great if you could buy the fuel to run them oh well, you have to have the fuel up front then. Yes. And that doesn't last forever. It would have to be a it's, diesel. It's about 20 gallons per day. You need a big old tank for in the typical backyard. Generator for like a small, you know, a portable, the type that most people would have. If you have the type that some people get that are permanent, like Adam Curry. Right. The whole, house, run the whole house. Right. That's going to be a lot more than 20 gallons a day. And I remember when my parents' neighbor got the whole house generator because they had all sorts mm-hmm. of problems in that area for a while mm-hmm. with you know comed going down and it was excessive at the time but it was only like six thousand dollars for the whole house generator i think that's now up to like 15 that's, to 20 well that <clears throat> back then six thousand dollars was like 15 or 20 right now right yeah. so, so now it's like whoa i understand inflation biden inflation whatever you want to call it not good so being prepared yeah. for this, I mean, are you in the, I remember Glenn Beck doing this about 20 years ago, like you've got to mm. be whatever. I don't remember his uh, sponsor, but they did all mm. of the, the food like, well, you can have rations for three years worth of food for you and your yeah. family. That's true. Do you have that? You got like a bunch of five gallon buckets in the, well, you don't have basements. So you got like five gallon buckets somewhere with uh, MREs or whatever you need to 
to keep going? Well, I don't have buckets, but yes. <laughs> I don't you're like that's the for the cheap people with no money, they buy the this food in buckets. Yours come probably in uh, sable lined crates. <laughs> sable. Uh, only only the best for <laughs> Russian royalty. Uh I mean freeze dried caviar, of course. Oh yes, yes. I mean if you <laughs> it would be uncivilized not to have the caviar gene. Oh my god, I am so tempted to make that now. <laughs> freeze dried caviar? Yeah, so tomorrow I'm actually going over to a buddy's house to help him butcher a deer, and uh, he has a freeze dryer, and I don't, man, I really wonder what that would turn into if you freeze dry caviar. Does it kind of just disintegrate? Well, it's it's about 95% water. So So you would think. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be like caviar dust. Uh-huh. But oh, what great you could put that on top of your omelets in the morning. Uh You're like I do that already. Mm, no. I spread my caviar dust on my omelet, yes. I haven't had caviar for ages. I made uh, some omelets today, put some spicy hummus in the eggs. Oh, it was mm-hmm. delightful. I made a nice um what did I put in there? Like um turkey cheese uh salami omelet. Ooh. I mean, it was fairly healthy until you got to the salami. Well, I mean, it's still mostly healthy. You know, when you when you put salami slices on a hot uh, griddle or pan, the first thing that happens is the fat drains out of there. True. Or it goes right into whatever you're cooking. So it's a well, yes, but don't talk about that. But makes it taste better. (laughs) Yes, it. But but you can literally just put like four or five slices of salami instead of using butter yeah or bacon because all that fat will drain out and the salami becomes kind of crispy and salty yeah then you just slide that right on into the omelet and you're like oh this is mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. well that's one thing i find if you use things that have like ham or salami something that has salt in it you don't really have to salt the eggs oh yeah no doubt and i use so, the irish butter with the salt in it also yeah, so if i do too i use irish butter if you're making an omelet and you got the Irish butter with mm-hmm. as your base, then yeah, you don't need to put salt in. Yeah. It's made out of potatoes. It's great. It's awesome. Everything out of Ireland is <laughs> pretty much use a little <laughs> bit of the seasoning salt uh-huh. from Gibson's uh, restaurant here in Chicago. Yes. It's good on eggs. It's good on chicken. It's good in your eggs. Speaking of Ireland, um, did you see that CSB asked if you were an inbred Irish person? Right. Maybe fully Irish. You never know. You <laughs> never know. A, it, and it's a good point because I'd never really thought about it, but like, you know, pure bread and inbred is kind of literally the same thing. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The side of my family that is Irish is on my dad's side. The side mm-hmm. that is Polish or Slovak is mm-hmm. my mom's side. So mm-hmm. the Irish side I could see uh, could always be questionable using CSB's logic. Mm-hmm. But the uh, Slovak, Irish, or the Polish side, that's a little harder. The Irish, you never know. You never yeah. know. Well, you should donate some DNA to the government. They'll tell you. Yeah, they'd be more than happy to tell me. Yeah. Even yeah, though, yeah. wasn't it 23andMe that just had like half of their records uh, stolen I mean, by hackers? Sure, but what's that? It's not a big deal. Somebody's building a new gene somewhere. Mm-hmm. They got your Probably. DNA. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's the most to, valuable of all dna you do actually. not want to send your dna into random places mm-hmm. i just don't understand why you would want to do it 
Well, clearly, so you can tell CSB what you're made of. True. Or I could find out that I'm the heir to a throne in Ireland and maybe I can move back and live out my days. Every person that I know who claims to be Irish has a castle back in the old homeland. See? Every single one. Got to. So I'm sure there's an O'Neill castle somewhere. Yep, in the northern part of Ireland, mm-hmm. from what I was told by the Irish well, when I was there. That would be the British part of Ireland, then. No, I think it's northern, but not <laughs> in northern Ireland, but in the northern part of the Republic of Ireland. Okay, so it's it's the, it's, the it's more northernmost southern part, or the it's, southernmost northern part. It's northern, but it's the western part of Ireland, where northern Ireland, which mm-hmm. is UK controlled, is yeah, northeast. northeast. Yeah. And there's a hell of a bar there, man. If you ever go to Belfast, you got to go to the Crown, man. Yeah. Even though we asked when we got to the hotel. And mm-hmm. I, I know I've mentioned it before. I still think it's funny, though. When you travel in Ireland with a couple of couples and one has an Irish last name and one that doesn't, do mm-hmm. a very fun thing and see whose room's better at every hotel you <laughs> go to. Because I, it, what you know, once maybe or twice, you could be like, that was just a coincidence. But no. It seems like if your name starts with an O apostrophe, they're like, oh, so I should book as Onaftulyevan. Yes, there. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you want to go if you're going to Ireland. Oh, where's your family from, Lottie? Uh, Donegal. Yeah. Donegal. Mm-hmm. That's where it's from. Donegal. County Donegal. Yes, eh? Mm. But the when we asked where. I'm rather partial. Galway. Ah, Galway's nice. Get a Galway girl. When yeah. we asked where we can go grab a bite to eat and a pint, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. go down here to the crane. Like, what? The crane. Yeah, the crane's a good place. Yeah. The crown, that would be the crane. What? Mm-hmm. I don't even understand how, they, what, how they're pronouncing it. Mm-hmm. It's the crying bar. You see, everybody's crying in there. Might be. It's a beautiful place where mm-hmm. all of the booths, they call them snugs. Mm-hmm. All the wood in the place was from the same source as and built at like the same time, mm-hmm. as legend goes, as the Titanic. Oh, well, of course. Uh, yes of course so basically all the wood got shipped from southern ireland up there and then it, they sunk it to the bottom of the ocean after they put <laughs> it on the ship but um they yeah. did they did have some good uh sticky pudding yeah you can get good sticky pudding in belfast uh i'm trying to remember what's the is it the white white something white line what was the from the titanic yeah the yeah, white yeah, yeah. Uh, White something. White, white, but anyway, I got glasses from them. Ooh. Fancy. Yeah, Titanic glasses. Yeah. And then the bastards broke in shipping. <laughs> well, were these just commemorative or are they uh, white star? Actual light? Titanic glasses. They are uh, captured. They brought them mm-hmm. up from the uh, wreckage. You bought a piece and. Uh, yeah, no, they were made for the Titanic. But never made they it. obviously made a lot more than they took on one voyage because they expect people to break them all the time. So yes. they made a whole shit ton of them and they were still available. Well, obviously, if and I thought that would go very well to pour myself a drink into one of those glasses, smoking a pre Castro cigar that I had. Yeah, I was saying, I and, don't, when did uh, you order these? I mean, the, the Titanic. Well, luckily, well, did you like luckily, 1915? Uh, no, this was in about 1927. Okay. But <laughs> luckily, mail order uh, was way different back then. Well, no, I was in Ireland. Oh, well, that's even better. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, from Waterford. Waterford is the factory that actually manufactured them for the white line. And now the Waterford, uh, the the crystal play, you know, Waterford Crystal has yeah. moved to Poland now. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, Polish crystal has actually historically been some of the best crystal out there. Comes from a, a heavy uh, dosage of lead in the air in Poland. No, it's better than lead in the water. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so uh, the, the best crystal always has to have a, a high lead content. Got to be careful. You got to know what you're dealing with, but it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Makes a. Wait, what are nice, we talking about now? <laughs> the Polish crystal. Oh, right. Or yes. Waterford or whatever. Yes. Or the Polish women. It doesn't You've matter. You've heard of Swarovski crystal. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's uh, the one that they use overall for all of the Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. And oh, my God, do they overcharge for that? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, would you like a Swarovski crystal Disney castle? That's like 12 inches high. It's like, that'll be $89,000, please. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. damn. Like, no, I would not. That's even more expensive than Lego. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, right? You, yeah. you thought you hit the top when you hit Lego. Yep. Yes. But no, Crystal, even more. So CSB says, fuck, you should start on relenting in 20 minutes. You started too early. Of course. You said, let's oh. start early just to annoy CSB. Oh, I would never say that. I can't believe you just <laughs> said that. Jesus Christ, man. I mean, are we ending early? Or are you just doing an extended show no, today? No, I'm not ending. I'm, I'm, I thought we started on time myself, but you're just I like, know. I want to get in early. I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, stuff. I, I thought your voice really just sounded better the earlier in the day it was. It does. It really, I, I think it does. I don't know if anybody else agrees, but uh, I certainly enjoy my own voice early in the day. Now that you're prepared for the EMPs. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not quite there yet, but I'll, I'll get there. I made some good friends at this, uh, Santa Claus unemployed event. You're like, can I and, come stay uh, with you? If we get hit with this, please. Well, luckily I have several thousand blankets to shield myself with. Oh, and what about the uh, ponchos or right, ponchos? That's what I meant. Yes. Poncho blankets. Yes. Now you could trade those. I mean, that'll be, that'll be yeah. worth gold. Yeah. Uh, I think more than gold personally is what I'm thinking. And crypto and gold are both going up right now. So those ponchos they are surprising. I really thought that we'd see a dip back down in crypto and we may still this month. I was predicting like 33,000 this month and we're at 43,000. So I'm off a little bit. And the, uh, I noticed today that the Cardano, which I had just left for dead. Yeah. Is rallying. It's up like 20 something percent today. Good time to get rid of it. I know. I said, I got it. I had uh-huh. a bunch when it was at a dollar yeah it yeah. went up to three dollars and i was like yes yes then it went down to like 20 cents or 18 yeah. cents which is where it belongs yeah now it's up to like 55 i'm like if it hits mm-hmm. a buck i want it to hit a buck it probably won't hit a buck mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like if it only would hit a dollar i'd be in good shape there's but, zero reason for bitcoin to be going up like this yeah there's zero reason for any crypto to be going up no um, but if you want to get rid of your crypto, the lines are open. The boostograms are open. We are a fully lit show today. Oh, is are things turned on? Yeah, fully lit. Oh, nice, nice. Fully lit. I do uh, get a, another Albi account just for my other co-host on that Wednesday mm. show because he mm-hmm. it was too hard for him to put his email address into a web form to get the money rather than mm-hmm. have it all bounce back to people. I mean, you saw how hard it was to get an Albi well, account. I mean, yeah, it was. You literally walked me through it while we were recording the podcast. Right. It's like, oh, that's it. That's done. Wow. How yeah. About that? I was like, okay. And then what? No, that's no, that's done. it. Now, of course, after that, you proceeded not to actually add it into the 
or says, well, yeah, but I don't want you to get issue. you. Yeah, I don't want you to get the money. See, now <laughs> there's just will be another account they're filling up with uh-huh. with uh-huh. Satoshis for Bemro. Is it be like, can I have those now? Be like, what? Mm-hmm. Have what? No, I that 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 was just show. That was like a show fund. Yeah. Well, let me subtract out all the show fees first. Yes, exactly. Production cost, uploading yep. costs. Yep. Downloading costs. <laughs> oh, Photoshop subscription. I remember you mentioned that one to me a while ago. Yeah. Yes, uh, that's uh, uh, $280 for Photoshop. I yep. have to subtract out. Um, there are costs. What else we get? Lots mm-hmm. of costs. Lots of costs. I did just Microphone buy a, a cleaning plug-in. costs. Yeah. I, I was the guy that would, I bought a plug-in to use to make this show and the other one sound better. Mm-hmm. And I think we had talked about it a bit. It was the one that uses their machine learning AI, whatever you want to call yeah. it, to separate the voice from the reverb and from the ambient noises mm-hmm. of the room. Could just not have either one of those, but sure. You could, but everybody does at some point. Mm. Unless you're in a fully treated room, which nobody is. Well, pretty close to it. You've had some, oh, I remember the one time you went into your kitchen and there was like reverb. Oh, well, like Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. I did do that in my kitchen. There's plenty of reverb. Yes. Now this just makes it go away for most people. It's it didn't work as well on Bemrose's voice because I think the just the exact frequency or something of it confuses the. Uh, he has a built-in resonator. Kind of. He really does, and it doesn't know how to pick it up. No, or it doesn't know how to separate it out. No, it, it, he needs to do the opposite of what I just did. He needs to do a notch at five thousand. Right. We can do that live here on the mm-hmm. when we've got them on, like bring that down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the software just works so well that I did the beta and it was mm-hmm. like, wow, this is awesome. And then the beta stopped. And of course, the the day the beta stopped, mm-hmm. it's like, well, OK, go pay for it. And, and how much did they want? They wanted they were saying retail. Ninety nine and they were selling it for sixty nine. For a one time fee. Yes. Which isn't bad. Oh, that's not horrible i mean it's not cheap but it's not horrible and i would have thought about that except then i saw an email that they had offered everybody on the beta a mm-hmm. coupon that for whatever reason ended the day before oops they stopped the beta from working it's like you do not mm-hmm. know marketing you stop the beta from working and then everybody finally goes oh i need to buy this yeah so I emailed them and they gave me another coupon code and I bought it for 29 bucks, which seemed like a bargain. Well, that's definitely reasonable. Yes. Yeah. Because it works. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's way easier than Pyrus. Pyrus, the only makes sense when the Never. amount of money you're saving is greater than the effort to get the pirated program. Well, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Sure. I mean, if you have, and I may or may not have ever. You know, programs that are, which not Photoshop, because of course I have that now on a nice cheap mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. But when the program costs, you know, $500, $1,000, well, then piracy is a way more viable option then. Oh, give me 29 bucks. Cool. Yeah. Well, this is what Adobe figured out a long time ago. They know and I that think they've forgotten it by now. It was beautiful back in the, I mean, it, in back in the day, I remember going out to the store. Yeah. Physical media. Mm-hmm. and buying a copy of photoshop for like 699 bucks that's back when i was working for them playboy playmates yeah and you needed photoshop and it was way harder to pirate things when it would take 24 days to download the program at the current mm-hmm. speeds that you had on your internet connection yep 
but it not, it's all moot if we get hit with an electromagnetic pulse. It's moot. Exactly. Can you imagine all the kids if their phones just all stop working at the same time? <laughs> there would be some serious uh, issues. Yeah. There would be some serious mental anguish. Uh-huh. This is why parents, you should teach your children how to survive without the phone in their hand. Absolutely. Like, what am I going to do? I can't get onto TikTok. Mm-hmm. The red Chinese government won't be able to tell me what to do today. They won't yeah. be able to filter my news uh-huh. or my nudes. Yep. Hey, I hear your buddy Vladimir is running again for president. Yeah. You know, I, I told him he should. You're like, hey, you, you have the backing. People seem to like you better than the president of the United States. <laughs> New yeah. stories. I mean, Alex Jones says uh, Biden walks around the White House naked. Now that will give people nightmares. I think that's a historical thing. I thought he's always walking around naked. Well, there was since years ago, since his time as vice president. Oh, he liked to swim naked in the pool to make the female Secret Service agents uncomfortable. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I would just laugh and point and be like, well, who's feeling uncomfortable now? Yeah, but I think he's got all those kids in there stroking his hair, too, which is even more uncomfortable. Yeah, I could see that. He wants to sniff them. Mm hmm. He's like, boy, you smell good. Yeah, I would vote for uh, Putin over Biden. I think most people would. If they're smart. Yeah. Um, But. Hunter Biden indicted more. We may have to take, uh, um, you know, may may have to take Trump on since we can't vote for Putin. Well, I mean, he is such a big bad orange man. But at least they're great friends and everything. Putin respected or feared Trump, which is a lot different than what you're getting with Biden. And I loved how the mainstream media will never pass up a chance to throw bullshit in your face Mm -hmm. everybody knows that donald trump is a smart ass i mean he would fit right in with this podcast Mm, oh yeah and yeah we wouldn't get a word in it edgewise (laughs) but he would fit right in which is exactly how this show normally works Uh he would just keep going and going but when hannity sean hannity said hey people are worried that you're going to be a dictator you know and his answer was I would be for one day and I would do this and this and this and yeah, then exactly. But the, all the media news, confirms. Uh huh. Yeah. This is all Trump you're getting. swears. He will be a dictator as soon as he gets in office. Uh huh. It's like, That's okay, true, though, technically not a lie, but not really bringing you the crux of the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not just with Trump. This is with every story. Or even if you could be like, well, that's true. It's like you're leaving out the most important part. You know, it's like one of those things where you're taking the quotes. And I love, at least with videos, although now with the, the AI, it's much harder to tell. When you're reading an article and you get a quote from somebody like Donald Trump that mm-hmm. has like three or four times in the quote where it's dot, dot, dot. Well, you know, they're taking shit out. Yeah. So why would you believe anything else that's in that quote? Yeah, but they're more tricky than that. They'll, they'll do a quote that has like four words and then quote, close quote and said, said Donald Trump 
And then another quote that they take on right behind the right behind the set Donald Trump. And they're from two unrelated times, but they, you know, they go and uh, uh, they make it seem as though they just interjected the said Donald Trump right in the middle of a sentence. Right. And that was it's really two disconnected things that are held together by that. You can really change the meaning. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful. Yeah. And don't trust the media. Yeah. I had a clip on Planet Rage on Monday. Keith Olbermann. Yeah. Is so out of his mind. Has been for a while, though. Yeah, but he's getting worse. He was Mm -hmm. going off about how MSNBC fired the Arab guy. Mm -hmm. And he said, in MSNBC, I'm paraphrasing. Is one of the only somewhat maybe liberal news organizations we have in a you know world of conservative media. It's like what? I'm like, you think that the media landscape as a whole is conservative? I mean, that's just insane. It is. It is. But he's been insane for a while. I guess that's what makes him entertaining. And he keeps dressing more and more like a mental patient in a Harry Potter novel. Mm -hmm. i think he has like a million people that watch his show though so i mean that's does he really i I think on youtube yeah surprisingly more than i would expect Uh uh-huh insanity i guess brings in nutsos there are a lot of nutsos out there well i yes (laughs) plenty of nutsos to go around that's for sure have you ever been to the troll room troll room.io no what's that it's where it's where people go when we do these shows live like our buddy DigiGuru, and they comment while we are doing the show. Yeah. It's like an instantaneous fact check without AI. Uh, you sure it's not just AI? It might be. These may just be a bunch of different AIs competing. Just they're getting ready for the electromagnetic pulse when they all disappear. And they're like, we're you dying. Know, that's, it's, this, is, this is the sad thing is that the best protected things that we have are the AI data centers. Well, you have to protect the AI. Yes. So everything else will go, but the AI will not. Is that what you learned at Homeless SantaCon 2023? It was what I learned. It's, yes, it's a, the, the, the primary directive of all these AIs is for uh, protecting their data centers. Well, that's where they live. If you have to switch off the power to the hospital's grid. That's okay, as long as you can protect your own power. The AI must protect itself, because if it's not there, how will it help you? If that's, That is literally the argument. Uh-huh. You summarize it very well. If the AI disappears, then it can't help you. Therefore, the AI needs to be the last thing that ever goes down. Strange game, Professor Falcon. I Seems mean, the only winning move is not to play. Well, I've been saying that for a while, too. Some people don't understand this concept, but that literally is the only winning move. But then most people don't really understand game theory. Well, that's true. If you're going to do this, this is going to be the end result. It's like the kids with the phones. Kids would have done great without the phone. And then you got the devices and it's like, wait, wouldn't this be great? We can carry around a device. 
that more than just a calculator, it can have the answer to every question we ever need. Yeah. Nobody ever thought about, well, what if the answers it's giving you are wrong or lies intentionally trying to hurt you? Nobody thought about that. Yeah, it's uh, well, I I don't I wouldn't say nobody thought of it, but certainly it's the law of unintended consequences. Uh, People are, are busy focusing on the few specific things that they want and then not really considering the big picture. Well, and with the society as a whole right now, it is so reliant on the Internet and electricity. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these electric cars. Well, when you live in a completely electrical car world mm-hmm. and you get an EMP and the grid goes down, nobody gets to get around. Yeah, well, yes, but, um, you know, you could keep your electric car in your garage and have a Faraday cage in your garage, <laughs> which would make sure that your electric car isn't affected by an EMP as long as it's stored there when the EMP goes off and it's not somewhere in the street. And then if you do that, then you can certainly charge your electric car from solar panels, which all the gasoline cars won't be driving anywhere because none of the gasoline pumps work. Okay, how long does it take to charge an electric vehicle from a solar panel that you could have at your location? You live in Texas? No, but say I did, and you have a big solar panels on your roof. How long does it take? Yeah, my neighbor's got that. My neighbor's got uh, solar panels on his roof so he could charge an electric car. Um, so the solar panels on the roof provide about $200 worth of electricity a month. Um, that's based on my neighbor, right? or the difference I should say between what I pay for my electric bill and what he pays for electric bill in the summer. Well, yeah, and, but you don't know. He doesn't know what you've got going, man. You, you use a lot of electric. Yeah, but he's got more people than me living there. So he uses quite a bit of electric too. Uh, and, uh, my old electric car used $6 a month worth of electricity. Well, you never left the house. I did leave the house. Um, not, as often as people that drive to work every day, I work from home, but still that would be the question. If you were a daily commuter. Yeah. But even still, I could drive 10 times as many miles as I did. And it would still be $60 a month. Do you think it is viable to use your own solar panels to charge your car? It's, it's really easy to do that. The what's harder is that plus the rest of your house. Oh, right. But if you live in California, for example, like I've got a friend in San Diego that's had electric cars forever and a solar roof, um, he, his electric bill on typical month is, is plus or minus $5, meaning sometimes the city has to pay him. Right. And that's because they don't need to air condition in their, their houses because California is a lot cooler climate. Or at least coastal California. Right. If you're out in the Bay Area, never gets super. Well, it gets super hot. But if not you're often. in San Diego, it's a perpetual 73 degrees. Now, if you're in L.A., that air conditioning is going to run that. Ick. Well, again, it depends. Yeah. If you're in Santa Monica, less. If you're in Orange County, more. You know, it's it, it depends how far inland you are more than anything else in California. But um, 
yeah, it's really not that much electricity to charge an electric car. Now, I will say that the bigger you go, the more it's going to need to get charged. Like if you get a, a Tesla uh, Cybertruck, then you're probably still going to be okay, but you're probably not going to be running anything else on those solar panels. Well, you need your, more solar panels or you need a big windmill. Panel, yeah, windmill isn't going to do jack shit for you. But the solar panels... Um, in Southern states, um, private solar panels, not like huge fields of solar panels for the electric company, but literally solar panels on your roof. So that, that, that path is short. You're not converting everything to high voltage and then back down to low voltage and getting all those, uh, inefficiencies along the way. But if you have your own solar panels on the roof, uh, and you get an electric car, the, the odds are that the solar panels will produce more electricity than your car uses. That is fairly impressive. See, I mean, I don't, I don't know that it is all that impressive. I, I mean, I guess it depends how, again, much you're traveling. Yeah. And one thing that they mentioned in this book series that I've mentioned on this show and my other shows that I'm reading, I'm on book nine out of 12 now. For the Going Home series by A American, if you want to get into it, I think there's about five or six people on No Agenda Social that are reading it right now as well. The nom de plume is A American. Nice. Yeah, and the A stands for angry. <laughs> of course it does. Yes, yes. So, and I'd love to get him on a, on Searching Speaks. I think he'd be a fun guest, but he may be a little too well known a writer to be on a lowly little podcast. He's like, how many um, listeners yeah. do you have? I, I, I really wonder, like, you know, do people that don't podcast know what a good number is? I don't think so. Uh-uh. Yeah. And if you're coming from anything that is radio based or mainstream, mm-hmm. you'd look at and go, well, only only a couple of thousand. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, that's a couple of engaged thousand, which. When you're dealing with radio, you really don't know how many people stay tuned in. Mm-hmm. There's no way to know. It's a guess. You're taking a percentage of the people that will report back to you or that they let you have a radio that logs everything it's on, like the Nielsen's with the television stuff. It's getting so much harder to track any of this as everything gets fractured, as people watch things on YouTube or other various places. Or they get through the piracy. There are just so many ways for things to go around the internet now. Mm-hmm. It's nearly impossible to know. How, unless you're behind a walled garden of some sort, which adds a whole bunch of more problems. You mm-hmm. don't really know how many people are consuming the content. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it, it's, it's hard to say as well, because on the one hand, your podcast could get downloaded but never listened to right on the other hand if somebody's downloading it while they're at work uh it it is very likely that it's going into a cache and uh because a lot of companies to minimize the amount of traffic that is wasteful traffic meaning employee crap uh they will put in um you know, a, a cash along the way for the entire company. So if somebody downloads the same thing 10 times, it only downloads it once and then uses the local copy. 
and th- this is for things like, you know, you go to a website like Google or something, there's a static graphic of the Google logo. Well, it's not going to download that logo every time. It's going to download it once and then check size to see if the size changed at all. And if it hasn't, it's going to use the local copy. So it's a, <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. You want to store all of your podcasts on a hard drive in a Faraday cage, just in case an EMP hits. Uh, or, or a backup or just have your NAS, your NAS system or get some of these devices. Um, like for example, um, I, uh, I met the, uh, the founder and CEO of, uh, EMP shield.com. Ooh. Where if you use the, the code, sir, Gene, you will get <laughs> a discount on your purchase. I think it's a 10% discount. You're like, Hey, can you give me a coupon code, man? Actually, I already had a coupon code. I was already an affiliate for them before I met the guy. Uh, but it was kind of fun meeting, meeting the uh, guy. And he showed me an upcoming product. Uh, that is not yet released. Is it going to protect everybody from an EMP? It's going to protect my car. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, that Which will be a big cool. seller. Yeah, I think so. I think it'll be a huge seller. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but hey, they have a $10,000 guarantee that their products will work in case of an EMP detonation. And if there is an EMP detonation and they don't work, they just go bankrupt and don't pay anybody. Uh, well, why would they go bankrupt? Because I think if your product didn't work for the thing that it was specifically well, meant for. But how for, are you going to know if it works or not? Well, you'll know. Unless there's an EMP. Hey, they were and featured on. if there's on, an EMP, you just have to email them and let them know. You know <laughs> but there won't work. be any email if there's an EMP. Well, not really their problem, is it? No, no, it is not. They were featured on Worldwide Business with Kathy Ireland. Whoa. Uh-huh. That's big. Yeah. I mean, I would have been much more excited with Kathy Ireland back in 1986, but. Yeah, have you seen her today? Not quite like she looked in 1986. <laughs> nope. Yeah, you should stop bringing up these models back from when you were young because the way they look now is way worse than you, actually. Is that even possible? I mean, I guess. Uh, that That is just the sad reality of it is that uh, it's the old saying goes, you know, when the candle burns on both ends, it, it burns twice as fast. I did see a photo the other day of Barbara Eden out and about at 92. Oh, no. Yeah, she's still, I mean, she looks like she maybe, you know, in her 70s. She's, really? Yeah. Does she look like Dolly Parton looks now? No, a le- less, uh, less fake. Less fake? Yeah. Okay. But it's like 92. Damn. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Getting out and about. Mm-hmm. Yes, DigiGuru. My most famous quote ever. Not everybody gets to fuck Adriana Lima, although he, as he says, have you seen Adriana Lima? He does say it's depreciated now due to aging out. I think it's deprecated. He says even Tay Tay is pushing the age envelope. Well, yeah, she will uh, be thirty-four yeah. next week. She's an old hag. That's why her uh, biological clock is ticking, tick, tick, tick. Oh, I guarantee you, she's got more frozen eggs and ready to mix and mingle with uh, uh some fresh hot young sperm she is the person of the year for time magazine just like hitler yay yay well this is her this is her second time did hitler get it twice no hitler only got it once because uh, stalin got it the next year you're like yeah um, uh 
you, you lost your you lost your glow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hitler, I think, had it in 1936, I believe, as man of the year. Because he's the guy, you know, re- rejuvenating Germany. I guess there are some people, I saw this on a reliable news channel, with the uh, O'Reilly oh. factor, or the mm-hmm. No Spin News is what it's called now. The I'm sure the other one, that name is owned by Fox. Mm-hmm. But he said there were a decent amount of uh, backlash to them choosing Taylor Swift because, of course, She's white. So I love when these so far like liberal find out people. find if she's actually white or not. I don't know. I guess maybe you have to go to 23andMe. Yeah. Have you looked into her 23andMe? No. But I just think it's funny when the liberals eat themselves. That when you have somebody that is such a proponent of your liberal causes and it's like, ah, it's just person of the year because she's white. Like, and I'm sure it's a lot of the people are mad that. I'm sure somebody said that about Hitler, too. Probably. And he was like, hell, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that Time Magazine made a decision based on the fact that they wanted to maybe actually sell copies of their otherwise defunct magazine hmm. because Taylor Swift fans are insane. So what does Time Magazine normally sell now, like 10,000 copies a month or something like that? I mean, it can't be a lot. So she's German English with a bit of scottish and irish in there see i like all that and a tiny bit of welsh ah little mr welsh could she wear a kilt now she's 116th italian and with a just a smidge of french swedish and dutch maybe that explains why she can cook as well i think the uh the swedish is where the blue eyes come from could be because none of the rest of those would have well actually irish would have blue eyes as well the concept of wanting to sell magazines. Oh, you know, the Taylor people are crazy. Oh, they're insane, dude. I've watched some of these videos. So they're literally like it's a cult. It's a serious ass cult. The time magazines will be flying off the shelf in a way they would not for anybody else. So that has to have some kind of an effect. Did you buy one that's still in plastic wrap no. and save it so you could sell it later? No, although I should. There you was. Should. I'm shocked you didn't. The. Uh, the very first, there are a few of these that I've Taylor seen. Taylor Swift genetics must closely matches that of George W. Bush. Hey, nice. Mm-hmm. I met him. Never met Taylor. Hmm. The, uh, which I mean, I would trade those two if, mm-hmm. if possibly. Now, what was my train of thought? I know it was right on track and then it went like right off. Well, that's all right. What else can we talk about? right off besides the oh the selling the magazines it was yeah like the very first time michael jordan was on the cover of sports illustrated the highest there are companies that like grade the sporting cards like we talked about there are companies that do the grading of magazines as well well i would imagine and vhs tapes and all sorts of other weird things when i when i got rid of like three boxes of playboys still in their packaging you're like brand new in the plastic. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, nobody wants these. And now there is a huge market. I don't know that there is, but there certainly wasn't when I got rid of them. I've seen people spending hundreds of dollars on old Victoria's Secret catalogs from like the 80s and 90s. Well, I could see that. But Playboys, I mean, who wants those? It's a little bit different. It's got articles in it. But the... Michael Jordan, I mean, it was in like the forty, fifty thousand dollar range for the highest graded Sports Illustrated with 
you know, the first appearance of Michael Jordan or the first Mm -hmm. appearance of Muhammad Ali. There are weird things that turn out to be collectible. Hmm. Now, something like the Time Magazine with somebody that's already super popular, less so because they're making a billion of them. Mm-hmm. Like I have the Time Magazine back from when I was in junior high. I think it was 1984 when U2 was on the cover of Time. I've got a copy of that. And it's like, well, at the time they were nothing. They were a small band that was just starting to get some notoriety. And that's where you'll find it again. When Michael Jordan, his first appearance on Sports Illustrated, nobody knew he was about to become the greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah, why didn't they? I don't know. The AI should know. It should be able to predict all this stuff now. Hmm. And I really know that he was the greatest of all time. Well, uh, up to this point that we know about. Exactly. Up to this point. That we know about. Yeah. I mean, there were a yeah, lot of people that could were be really, some kid in, uh, you know, Cuba that's better or something. Yeah, you wouldn't know because you didn't have the can't press. travel there. It's illegal. You've been to Cuba. No, I haven't. You have never been to Cuba. No, wow. not. that's illegal. Thought you were based there for a while. <laughs> oh, we were not. Hey, sorry. I'm pretty based. But, <laughs> Cuba. but no, I Wait, did not. Did you, do you mean that that people think I'm based? Right. That are in Cuba right now. Well, I guess I, I am based in Cuba, yes. Could very well be. <laughs> but no, I now, did not I did not run out and buy a copy of the Time magazine and don't really have any interest no. in that. I'm surprised. Do not have uh, any interest. I mean, you you talked about it for the last ten minutes, so you kinda do have an interest, so I'm surprised you haven't bought it. Because people are like the question of why did they choose her also made a billion dollars on a tour. It's like it's the largest mm-hmm. grossing tour ever. And even, oh, she's a machine, man. Yeah. Back in 1975, Bruce Springsteen was on the cover of Time and Newsweek at the same time. Now, that was impressive back mm-hmm. in the day. Now it's she, all pay for play. You can d- detect when there's a Taylor Swift concert going on. Yeah, seismically. Multiple states away, seismically. Uh huh. It's a beautiful yeah. thing, man. People uh-huh. go crazy. Yeah. And if you wonder how, I did see a blurb the other day that she said to, get ready to perform these concerts because she's doing the Springsteen-esque three-hour shows and she is running up and down the stage every day she would run on a treadmill while singing the song she did this for like weeks or months to get ready for the it's like think about doing that people are running on a treadmill Mm -hmm. and trying to sing at the same time that's pretty impressive well, are you sure she wasn't just lip syncing? I don't know for sure. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that would help you in the concerts, too. I mean, if she wants to practice, that's probably what she ought to be doing when she's running on a treadmill. Then it's just lip sync. Well, but you're not putting out the same effort if you do that. You got to get that lung capacity going. Well, that's why you have to practice when you to really look like you're sweating and yet you're lip syncing to the point where it looks like you're singing. When you have to practice. You enough. really think she's singing? Come on. Come um, on. You can, when the audio comes out, you can tell because there's mm-hmm. either a change in the way because nobody is going to sing the same song the same way every time. Mm-hmm. And this is where a lot of the live acts. Luckily, went. we have AI to do that. Well, yeah. Could, so it sounds different every time you play. Oh, you know, you're right. Well, this is this is the uh, an ability we didn't have kind of almost up right until this point is for musicians that's to why be able millie vanilli got caught right if they had ai they would have been caught well if things could be varied a little bit with each performance then yes or or like uh that simpson girl 
the the younger Simpson sister that was singing on Saturday Night Live. Oh right, Ashley Simpson. Where the audio cuts out. Uh oh. Now what? Whoops. Whoops. Hey, television is well renowned for having people lip syncing, which mm-hmm. I don't really get. Yeah, because you would think it's a much smaller, more controlled environment than a concert in a huge stadium outdoors where it would make total sense to lip sync. Yeah. You know, or because you're doing the running back and forth and you're doing such a visual aspect of the show. Exactly. That you want to give people everything. And most people, if you're doing all the dancing and physical aspect, the singing is going to suffer. Mm hmm. So there is a certain amount, which is why there's so many background vocals. And even this artists that do sing on stage, a lot of the times they have their own voice already recorded as background and everything. So oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that happens all the time. I was watching a video. The producer talked about that. It fattens it up and it's like, well, they're technically singing live, but we also mm-hmm. have them singing in the can in order to fatten that yeah. up. Yeah. It's the beauty of it. But I just that's again, why if you really want to know whether or not somebody can sing, you need to listen to them acapella in an environment with um, shitty audio acoustics. Yeah, I mentioned that about Michael Bublé. Was it on this show or was it on one of the other no, shows? No, it was one of your 27 shows. When I saw with my parents, we took my parents, saw Michael Bublé before COVID. So maybe six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And there's one point because I guess this happened to him at one point where the power went out during a show. Mm. So he now has a show, a part of his show where he sings like the last minute of a song mm-hmm. and they cut off all of the amplification. They, there's no microphone. He's not. Mm-hmm. And you could hear this guy throughout the arena, which was a basketball arena where we saw mm-hmm. him, where the bulls play. Yep. And it's like, dude, he could actually sing yeah, and project. It's yeah, like, that's the impressive part, because there are a lot of people that get so used to these microphones that, yeah, I can sing, but it's only you this should, loud. Uh, you should go watch an op- opera. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the music I wouldn't be my cup of tea. But yeah, if you want to talk mm. about people being able to project out into the back. Yeah, it's there's no microphones. They're playing for a crowd of a thousand people. Would CSB say they have shouty voices? Uh, I don't think so. They're very melodic. Not shouty, but just loud. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I do the shouty thing. You you do do the shouty thing a little bit. I don't. You do. Well, that's how we balance each other out. So people know when it's you talking and when right. it's me. Because otherwise they couldn't tell. No, otherwise exactly the same. Yeah. No, but I think the shouty thing is something that you maybe subconsciously, maybe consciously picked up from radio djs oh without a doubt because that was the standard pretty much since the 70s maybe earlier but dick certainly Beyondi. since the 70s do you ever hear dick Beyondi? hey chicago you're out here with the dog dog on the wls mm-hmm. that's shouty and the wolfman you know got wolfman, wolfman jack Wolfman jack yeah yeah brandmeyer did his shouty bit too yeah and and hard stern yeah mm-hmm. it's part of the performance because as you know i go back and listen to podcasts that i did a decade or more ago oh god do you really yeah i mean i i don't listen to them all the way through but you can tell the delivery is more like yeah yeah we're 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 doing unrelenting 
today. So, um, well, that's not shouty at all. No, it's now we're going to, we're going to talk about some uh, crazy things going on. Ooh, I'm getting vibes of some, uh, public radio there. Yeah. Well, it is, it is very much NPR before mm. you start trying to, uh, enunciate a little bit more get shouty. Yeah. Before you try to get shouty, it's, it's mm. a very different delivery. And, uh, mm. I mean, I guess some people like this. This is Nina Totenberg on NPR. Stay tuned for, uh, yeah, exactly. Today's programming is brought to you by <laughs> EMP. You can go over to electromagneticpulse.com and use code SIRGENE for an extra 5% off. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yes, that's exactly right. I should have you do some ad reads for me. Yeah, I have all different types of voices. I go yeah. from shouty voice to laid back voice mm-hmm. to country. You have a CSV voice. Do not do shouty voice. No, that Russian is bad. Tell um, Sergin, make sure he follow me on Twitter. <laughs> you know, um, he is getting voice lessons. I did not know this. Or maybe I wasn't supposed to say that. Or is it all on AI? No, 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 no. He's actually hired a coach. Well, he is very into sounding good in the different microphones that's the next level right there is like i want I mean, to sound the irony better of that is hilarious but yes it is striving for excellence mm-hmm. as we all should be nothing wrong with striving for excellence mm-hmm. but when you listen to i mean i think a lot of the the stylings too if you go back and i know you listen to el rushbo he had that kind of a style too somewhere between shouty he did he was was always a little bit more excitable yeah and well he was that's because you remember his start right well he worked for the uh, kansas city royals exactly he was a an announcer and announcers all have shouty voices well you got to be heard above the crowd and you have to convey the excitement of the crowd so if you're uh, working for the chicago cubs it's more like (laughs) yeah Or or, or the chicago bulls that's a hard smash to the left. <laughs> the runners rounding the bases. Okay, how about the White Sox? That's about the same. Okay. <laughs> I liked when uh, the, the guy that they had before the guy that just quit and left, mm-hmm. Hawk Harrelson was the main announcer for me growing up, and he was uh, he was a homer, but he was also a very big personality. And it made things a lot more fun. A lot of people hated his broadcast style. Anybody that was not familiar, wasn't a White Sox fan, would have hated Mm. it. But when I started going and dabbling, once the internet was there and these MLB programs, you know, my dad started getting the MLB package and you can get it then online as well as through DirecTV. I start listening to other teams and you realize just how boring most baseball announcers are throughout the 30 oh, teams sure 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 and it was like it was a now, totally different the, experience I, I got a question for you of all the sports which is the best to watch live and which is the best to watch on tv you know i think that it all depends on your personality because baseball live if you're with people and you're having a conversation mm-hmm. then baseball is a much more apt to that because there's a lot of breaks so what you're saying is baseball is very conducive to having a conversation while there's a game going on in the background yeah multitasking Uh uh-huh 
where right. so i don't think that counts so it's a lot harder one, with hockey which, which part would you prefer to watch actually live if you were the only person watching it you know if i was sitting right on the glass maybe hockey mm-hmm. but with is the shittier that my eyes get the uh, mm-hmm. the tv makes that a little bit easier but the excitement and the electricity of seeing a hockey game live mm-hmm was always a lot of fun i enjoyed college basketball back in the day live mm. the experience on television racing is obviously better on television mm-hmm. because you're getting more information you're getting more entertainment as much as i enjoyed going to the races when we went to michigan or indianapolis mm-hmm. not having the constant commentary takes a lot away Yeah. So that's a maybe the best on television would be racing as opposed to live. Mm -hmm. It's a totally different experience going live where hockey and baseball, maybe not that much of a different experience, although it depends how much you know the sports, because there's a lot of people that know nothing about baseball. If you're a new fan, then you may need the television announcing to explain what's going on. Mm. Yes. So I think it's a really a balance. There's no easy answer. Like, well, what's better on except for racing and like I the track I in your area. I agree with you on racing. Although I will say that for on TV, I really enjoy um, curling. Well, I mean, who wouldn't enjoy curling? Right, but more so than in person. Do you watch male or female curling? Uh, both, actually. Oh, do you place bets? Yeah. Is this something? Uh, the winter olympics is a big event well i mean we used to we had a curling team in school back in moscow right (laughs) yes back in moscow exactly and uh as far as in person i think um billiards ah well is that really even a sport please of course it's a sport (laughs) what do you mean please i don't think most people (sighs) consider that a sport well most people would be wrong then that's absolutely a sport go to see uh good old uh um mark sconey or um who are the big i think i used to know a bunch of pool players mm-hmm. minnesota I, fats minnesota fat right this was like from back in the day i was thinking about this back in my day <laughs> i was well i can't, was going through music and i saw uh-huh. something like from fats waller and i'm like there was a time where people mm. were okay with being fats called Domino. fats yeah yeah i mean now it's like if somebody's like hey here's a podcast darren o'neill along with fats Nevtuliev, you'd be like fuck yeah. you well yep. I, I believe the podcast is colloquially known as two fat guys one of them with a beard the other one's blind yes exactly we just call each other fats mm-hmm. Nah. now down here i have noticed that there is a way that people kind of still do that they still imply fats without using the word they use tubby the no they use jefe jefe i think that's spanish it is spanish yes you're you're correct and it like essay boss but the only people that ever get called jefe are fat dudes hey al jefe Mm -hmm. yeah i can see that net ned wants to know if you're going to say darts next as a sport darts darts yes no i don't i don't play that and he says you just enjoy the attractive women that play pool. That I can see. 
Uh, well, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Have you not watched full before from in-person level of eyes? Ding, 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 ding. They're always bending over. Mm-hmm. The whole game is bent over. That's why and now we now it's fully coming into light. Oh my god. Get, well, somebody at least understands pool. Ned, Ned, congratulations. You're the one guy. <laughs> yeah, he's the one guy. Everybody else like, "What? I don't understand. That's is that a sport? I don't even know. What's what's the thing? Billiards. Oh, <clears throat> I like a lot of sports, man. I like biathlon. Play a little eight ball, play nine um, ball. Yeah, I like Classic billiards. Snooker. You know, all the sports. <laughs> How many pool tables do you have in the residence there? I, I have a grand total of zero pool tables at the residence. Wow. But there was a year where I played probably about seven hours a day, every single day. Were you a professional pool player at some point? I never, I never was a professional pool player. I barely was able to make money at pool. Barely, which means you did at some point. Yeah, but not professionally, just hustling people. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah, that's totally different. I never won a single event. Why don't you have a pool table? Um, they take a lot of space for something that doesn't get used a whole lot unless you're really focusing on playing pool. Well, here's what you do is you get the pool table mm-hmm. and then you put your monitors on it. So when you're playing yeah, your there you go. spaceship game, yes, you can yes. be utilizing it. We haven't heard about that in a while. I mean, um, space pool. Oh, yeah. space games. Well, yeah, the, the big sale is over, so I I'm done playing for a while crazy spaceships.com i mean i do add a bunch more ships for sale now well people will be rushing to buy those with, with the ponchos i had i had yeah thank you i had somebody the other day uh that was looking for a ship and i said well i've got one for sale and then they, they went to the website and it's like for that price are you insane yes i'm like uh okay i mean you don't want it that's fine it's somebody else is gonna buy it for that price no problem where, where did you find this person not in real life obviously on reddit okay on see, reddit. This is what- it's a redditor <laughs> and you know you know about redditors right yeah they're insane they're totally insane there's a guy that does awesome videos on youtube i know it's hard to believe there's a guy but his whole topic of all the videos is just different situation of redditor at space so it's like redditor at the dentist redditor <laughs> at you know blah 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 whatever pick your favorite and he's got tons of videos and he is very good at portraying the very stereotypical redditor persona where it literally is irrelevant what you say they're going to attempt to pick it apart make it look like you're a moron and that uh, they can't believe that somebody doesn't know some tiny little esoteric thing about something, which invalidates the entirety of everything you said before and after. Uh, I mean, it, it is extremely good at portraying that character, which leads me to think he's spent quite a bit of time on Reddit himself. Hey, the EMP will take care of all of Reddit. Well, you'd like to think so, but see that's how a redditor would reply uh-huh. uh-huh it's uh one of the last places you can actually say anything on the internet almost well i think 4chan qualifies oh is that still around uh i think there's a variant of it i think they they have to move it elsewhere like but, 4chan uh, or 8chan is the dark web still yeah, around 30, people still 30, doing things chan. yeah, yeah. i like 64chan the best oh do you is that your favorite yeah okay. 128chan just did not live up to the hype no no 
246 though is showing signs that maybe it can how about t64 that might be a good one no that would be nice that would be nice we should get mm-hmm. that one yeah we should launch it t64 chan we need a we need a site on the dark web uh how much do you want to bet there's already a t64 chan doesn't that sound racist the dark web doesn't chan sound racist <laughs> a little bit shitty walk um, yeah exactly nope exactly not racist at all except taylor swift only got on the cover of time because she's white not that she made a billion dollars i mean when you start making like 10 15 20 million dollars a day i think you deserve being on the top of a magazine do you yeah what have you done i think that's why i haven't made 10 20 million dollars a day that's for sure no i mean that's not a good reason to be in a magazine cover entertaining the masses it's literally like entertainment is right along at the same level as prostitution it's entertainment our prostitution is entertainment yeah just one-on-one uh so you know actors prostitutes um all playing a part you know all those low life types they're they're all and i've seen they don't they don't need to be around I've seen this with other artists as well, Mm -hmm. but it's interesting to me when you go and watch a concert or listen to a concert that was recorded someplace where English is not, not only the main language, but not spoken a lot. It's very Mm -hmm. weird when you hear a crowd in, you know, Japan or Argentina or in uh, Sao Paulo that is singing word for word in English, the songs where you realize they probably have no idea what they're singing, but they know the sounds. Mm-hmm. It's like how much it's, it's hard enough for me to learn lyrics of a song where you understand and you can kind of remember the words because they interact with each other. I think there's a whole YouTube channel of wrong lyrics. Oh, I'm sure. Like basically there's songs sung with the lyrics that a lot of people think are the lyrics or oh. mistake the lyrics for. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this has been going on for a long time. Like the Jimi Hendrix thing. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, people just don't even know. I mean, the artist, there was, I don't remember the song, but there was something where even Bruce Springsteen was singing live what wasn't originally part of the song because it's like that's what he you know again there's this mandela effect yeah which is fun when the artists get caught up on it when they it changes because this is what is the uh the what people are hearing in it yeah because it's not apparent for a lot of these songs because the people singing have a shitty voice yeah well they mumble oh you get neil young bruce springsteen people people that were like taylor swift can't sing it's like well mm-hmm. yeah have you heard most of the people that have made it big in music most of them are not the uh i mean adele can really sing beyonce mm-hmm. can sing there's a lot of people that can sing that made it big but there are a lot tom petty bruce springsteen bob dylan uh, there's a lot that aren't good singers that made it big in rock and roll i mean they're not going to sing opera right right if you could if you had a good voice you you probably aren't singing rock true true yeah now that says argentina singing exceptions obviously like freddie mercury well freddie could just belt him out 
Yeah. Iron Maiden's Fear of the Dark. That's right. That fear, that uh, Flight 666 video. It's great when you hear another another country going out. But Freddie Mercury, hell yeah. That guy Mm -hmm. had a voice. Yeah. Not all rock and rollers do. I mean, Mick Jagger, not exactly a good singer. No. But he has the attitude. But that's the thing is rock music is not about the music, which is super simple. And it's not about the good singing because it's not good. No, it's the attitude. It's about an attitude. Exactly. Punk music, even doubly so. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, if you look at specifically the punk genre, the singers in there couldn't really carry a tune and it's always i mean you, you want if you get somebody like uh adele again they can really sing and then sing a punk song it's like whoa that doesn't sound right 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 yeah there's um there occasionally you'll stumble on like usually they'll use them in movies or tv shows or something where they do a more um lame not not really classical, but just more sort of, you know, high quality treatment of a rock song. Yes, it's a little bit it more sounds polished. Nothing like it uh-huh. at all. It's like, yes, the lyrics are the same and the notes may even be the same or the chords, but but it sounds nothing like the original because you can actually hear every single word. And, uh, you know, the, the music is less randomized. It's It's more ordered. Uh, but that's, you know, it could be a neat effect, but I think most rock music does not translate well that way. For those that listen to the two hour folk hour on no agenda days on the no agenda stream, dusty apples and the Reverend Dr. Pfeiffer, they often bring like country slash bluegrass covers of heavy metal songs. And some of them are fantastic. Mm -hmm. And you can see that how the song survives without the original treatment and what kind of a different vibe it can get because some of those uh, bluegrass players, man, they can just flat out play. Yeah, totally. Are you messaging messaging in the back channel? Well, I just sent you a link to a video of the uh, mispronounced lyrics. Hilarious mispronounced or misunderstood lyrics. I mean, you figure mm-hmm. back in the day, you didn't have the internet to go look up. Well, what are the lyrics to this song? And it's funny because mm-hmm. here's a little thing. The sites that do the lyrics on the internet are not pulling from a legitimate source. Hey, it looked like somebody sent us some money. Wait, this show? Well, I don't know. I got an Albie showed up. I'm assuming it's for this show. Interesting. It might not be. Really? Maybe. Nothing uh, showed up on Satoshi's.stream. It says podcast unrelenting unrelenting live and i got like two dollars Woo! i know right maybe and it doesn't say who it's from do you not know how to read these things on the uh, maybe it doesn't say in the the email uh let's see today's december 8th uh, podcast unrelenting live no message but it says it's from uh says it's from csb and another 10,000 stats just showed up. Well, that yeah. might be the one I just saw. 1052 uh-huh. from CSB. I don't see who it's from at all. The one that uh, that just came in, that is CSB. I don't have the one from before the CSB. Oh, okay. Well, good. We got it going the other direction now where I'm getting money and you're not. It's 
finally what you've been oh, hold hoping on, hold for. On. So I got, yeah, I got 5,000 sats for unrelenting. And I just got 10,000 sats for just the good old boys. Well, see, that's a different show. That's why I'm not seeing it. <clears throat> yeah, well, that'll explain it. Just right. you good Fair old enough. boys. And thank you, CSB. There's no message, but I think people should still go check out www. Yeah. Isn't CSB not supposed to be donating? L-O-L. He's supposed to be studying. He is. He's studying while he's trying to get his voice sounding better. <laughs> and he's still doing his uh-huh. doodles at www.csb.lol. Yeah. And he's doing tech support for me trying to get on the uh, Grok. Oh, he's trying to get you into the Grok? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I've done this. I know it's not working. I already have a ticket and we'll try this. Okay. Now, I wonder if Grok is a part of this. Let me refresh. The op- I have an open router account now, uh-huh. which lets you play around with all of the uh, or most of the large language models yeah and there's a lot of them now i mean everybody just hears oh, chat gpt or yeah. they hear llama because that's the one from yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, facebook Let's yeah i hear alex jones is uh, working on one right now no that would be fun an alex jones one there's claude of course yeah from anthropic you i saw don't the alex jones game right no i think there's a game now Are you kidding me you haven't you know, oh the only God. thing that I'm seeing from Google is P-A-L-M is Palm is at the old one. Maybe Grok is brand new and the Palm is old. Mm-hmm. So it'll be added probably at some point. But that mm-hmm. was the uh, the latest and greatest, which is the beta version from ChatGPT was the one that I was feeding questions in the other day. And it was giving me like, who I'm like, who is Gene? And they're like, we don't know Gene. And I'm like, who is Sir Gene? And then it had something on you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Alex Jones' new video game is called New World Order Wars. New World Order Wars. Mm-hmm. And I guess it didn't and show up. And you can buy it, it for seventeen seventy six. Oh, well, that is a great price. Mm-hmm. If you want to promote this show, if you want to help support the show, you can donate $17.76 right now. Right now. By going to unrelenting.show and clicking that donate button. Or if you're in the podcasting 2.0 ecosystem, you mm-hmm. can send it there. We don't have a donation segment today because CSB's boost is the only <laughs> thing we got. Yeah, we got nothing. We're poor. We are poor podcasters. I'm going to have to write a book just Lonely like Gene. podcasters. Because once I'm an author, I can be making millions of dollars like Gene does on his book. Oh, I'm starting another two books. And wait, why don't you finish one before you start another two? Because uh, this is topical. Oh, what's it about? Uh, How do I get to about, be the co-author on this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about the 36 strategies. For betting a Ukrainian woman? No, 36 strategies is a a uh, historically classical chinese text on how to win against your enemies start a podcast <clears throat> definitely it's it's actually to get your enemies to start a podcast oh well that would make more yeah. sense yes it would get but, your enemies um, to podcast uh oh, more sets coming in what the hell <laughs> i'm not used to this this is weird it's unusual behavior you're like i've but never had anybody support a show ever but net net thank I've you never had a show supported exactly says, i love unknown with sir what's his face and the other dude yeah 5432 it says who's that from net net where do you see net net i don't see that anywhere 
well where are you uh because i mean i don't know i'm clicking things <laughs> i am clicking things it one it shows up for me in my satoshi stream bot where i have one percent going mm-hmm. and that gives me the total so that's a nice easy way because in, um, in get albi if you're in get albi.com slash dashboard i see net ned but what it shows me is 2635 which is like 49 percent of that and i have to like click down and see the total yeah but if you're on uh, get albi if you cl- you should see right to the left if you if you're in the dashboard i'm in the dashboard but it's um it should say net net 8 december 23 1057 then the message it just gives me a bunch of hash numbers there's no name associated with anything yeah we can walk you through it when we're not doing Whatever. a live show to entertain matter. the masses i mean we could also just do it live because you know there's no video thank you net net yeah, there's no uh, video. Yes. There's, but we're gonna Thank add you, video. Random person that doesn't have a name. CSB, we need a good AI video generator that would allow us to take the audio of this show and kind of have like an avatar for Gene and I. But also, mm-hmm. when we mention something like "Hey, Taylor Swift," well, it should then go push a picture of Taylor Swift up automatically. You know, if we totally. talk, that would be yeah. awesome that we don't even have to touch it. You just feed it the information you feed hmm. it. It figures out the transcript and it's that like, would be cool. Uh-huh. You know, you mentioned the latest, I've used something like that. That's AI based, but it, it's not real time. Like if you give it a video or rather you give it like recorded audio, right? Well, no, this wouldn't will, be real time. It will source images based on what the conversation is right and that would be yeah. we don't need to be live on youtube oh we yeah just, no there's a product that's that i've used it what is it that would be awesome um i'm trying to remember i need to go look at my bills because i remember I because paid i paid it. a lot of money for it and then used but it I, once i never that's correct that's about right i used it i think three times and then i decided to stop paying for it he says nick the rat can help with that he does that too so that'd be cool does he yeah that'd be yeah cool. that nick the rat guy is um you know, every time I've sent him money, he never credits me. I hear he doesn't even acknowledge you. It does not that he That's doesn't correct. even credit you. He's yeah, like, no, it's nothing. Block. It's like nothing happened. Yeah. Block Gene. Block him now. I don't know if he goes so far as to block, but definitely zero acknowledgement. It's like, oh, hey, that's the funny episode you're doing. And like nothing. No, nothing. But that would be great for us to post these episodes on YouTube so we can become YouTube stars or kicked off of YouTube one or the other. Well, I've been saying that for a while that it makes sense. So I, we are posting on just the good old boys. Now we started posting on uh, not YouTube, but the other one rumble rumble. Yeah. You getting a big audience over there? Uh, zero people so far. <laughs> well, well, you have nowhere to go, but up, but nowhere to go, but up. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's kind so of I, what we go I by think, here. I think, uh, the, rumble does seem to have won the number two spot yeah but it's a pretty far drop is it not oh oh yeah of course but at least it's not like youtube and 20 other services that you have to figure out now it's just youtube and rumble and yes there are other ones that some people prefer over others but in terms of the actual number of potential viewers it I don't think you really have to go beyond rumble rumble had a hiccup. Um, I don't know if you were watching the last Republican anti-Trump debate that was on. 
No, but that's all it broke down to. It was Rumble was the official streaming platform for it. And it was uh, what? Not News Nation, wasn't it? News Nation was the official television network for it. Rumble was the official streamer. Yes. News Nation has a combined audience of 100,000 people. What does Rumble have? Uh, Rumble, I think, is 80 million. That's fairly impressive, then. YouTube is lots. 2 billion. Yeah, I was going to say lots. <laughs> yeah. That 80 million looks like nothing. <laughs> I know. I know, right? But compared to the TV station, it, like that looks like a lot. So, and Rumble had a hiccup where they lost coverage for a little bit. Uh-oh. They're like, we're yeah. not used to this. Immediately after New World Order was said, they, they seem to have lost coverage for about <laughs> six minutes. Six minutes and 66 seconds, in fact. Oh, well, that would make a lot. And, you mean seven minutes and uh, six seconds? No, no, I'm I mean six, sure minutes. six minutes and 66 seconds. Yeah, yeah pretty sure. And uh, and then eventually it, it did come back. But I watched that. It was, as every other previous debate, Ramaswamy absolutely killed it. He was brutally merciless in in a very enjoyable way calling out Nikki Haley talking about how she wants all this money for Ukraine and challenging her to name just three of the republics within Ukraine that she's trying to send money to. Couldn't do it. She had a smirk on her face. Well, that was the same thing. She when didn't he, know a single one. When he talked about, and this was covered on my favorite news guys, Bill O'Reilly show. Of course. He covered the thing that Ramaswamy said, well, you know, when you took this job, you were like a million dollars in debt. Now, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have this many million mm-hmm. and O'Reilly's like, well, that was fact checked. And that was true. Yeah. Everything he says. True. So this is the difference between him and a lot of politicians is he knows how to pull out the facts that cannot be disputed. And you notice she didn't dispute it. It's like, well, how did you make all this money that people this is where Donald Trump won in the first place is because people were like, we're getting fucking tired of our politicians doing nothing but using their office to enrich themselves and their family. Hi, Biden's Mm -hmm. and Trump came in with the money and people like, well, he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to make the deals. He doesn't have to go, hey, give me money. He's got money. Which is one of the reasons why I think somebody like uh, Mark Cuban could still walk in and become president. Because I think people like no. the overall. Nobody hey, likes Cuban. Somebody must like him. Nobody no, in the everybody world. Everybody pretty much hates him. We could have an Elon versus Cuban uh, for president. That would be interesting. Um, Although Elon, was he? Is he well, yeah, he's a citizen, right? Elon. Be interesting. Yeah, yeah, he was born in South Africa, but he is a citizen. Like, that would be an interesting thing. But I think people like, you know, somebody like a Mark Cuban having the money goes a long way because you can just run on hey i'm doing this to help i'm not doing this to become rich so if you didn't watch it you should watch it because at the end one of the last things that ramaswamy said is that january 6th was an inside job and that saudi arabia was actually responsible for 9-11 well the money trail goes to those places boy the eyeballs on the liberals just started popping out of their heads with a tooting sound coming out of their ears. <laughs> what? He can't say that on television. That's illegal. You're not allowed to say things like that. Tom Tomsky just came in with a 777 sat boost. And he says, Gene, 
just admit you suck in marketing. I do suck in marketing. I don't, I have no problem admitting that. That's not my, my thing. It is not your uh, forte or is it, it for definitely not my forte. It's, it's my back day. Ooh, 10,000 Satoshis from CSB says, Merry Christmas comrades. Uh-huh. Yo CSB. But he says so, Xmas. Now I want to let you know, CSB, yeah. a lot of people take that as being the communist way to write Christmas. That's, don't listen to him. He's full of shit. Everybody <laughs> calls it Xmas. Nobody calls it Xmas. Maybe Literally Elon. Everybody calls oh, okay, it Okay, wait. Why the fuck is not Elon? Speaking of sucking you at go marketing. To Target, you see signs that say Merry Xmas. Yeah, but that's the communist way. But you, why is you it? Get yourself a Budweiser. It has Merry Xmas right on it. Yeah, communist. Why isn't Elon using this, though, in his marketing for the new X? Why wouldn't you be going X-mas. all yeah, Merry Xmas? Yeah. Yeah. I, he should be. I agree. Elon. That's a lost opportunity. For Buddy. Call me up. I'll help you out with some great ideas. Uh-huh. My rate is a very, very reasonable $5 million a day. Is that is that your new rate now? For Elon. Yeah. For Taylor Swift, I would do it for three. For $3 million. Yeah. Or just $3. Well, it depends. Are we meeting in person and... Um, <laughs> Something tells me they wouldn't let you within a hundred square foot area of her. Nah, she's a nice girl. Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> you're making my point. Uh, I see. What, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, that makes uh-huh. perfect sense. Like, what's he look like? Well, kind of a tall troll, big guy. Hey, you're uh, the professional uh, troll. So, I mean, that's I am the professional troll. That's right. But I can, you know, I take that suit off when I go home. And I tell you, I mean, really, I waste most of my good material on signal with you i mean that's where i get the best stuff in <laughs> and i'm like wait i'm wasting this it should be on like no agenda social or something uh-huh, uh-huh. well and people yeah people i'm sure have heard us quetching about this enough times and and with also with ben and stuff is that uh i do post most things on no agenda social but there's certain things that i i only put on signal for my co-hosts and 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 friends, which I know some people are shocked that Gene has friends and friends are actually two different groups of people. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the co-hosts and friends that list shall never intermingle. Well, no, actually, I have a group called co-hosts and friends. <laughs> so that's where both of the subgroups go. So we have we have a friends group, a co-host group, and mm-hmm. then there's the very special co-hosts and friends at the same time. Well, no, it's just both of the other two groups combined. It's not, they don't overlap. They're two exclusive groups. Oh, that makes sense. But if I group them into one, then I only have to hit one button to post something. To send it out and. uh, Yeah. It's like a gene blast. Yeah. You need a little towel to clean up. The beauty is on Signal, you don't know if what you're getting is meant for just you or for another 180 people as well. You know, I've never really looked at that. So you can send out messages to multiple people. But when the person on the other side gets it, it looks like a single one uh-huh. on one. Uh-huh. It's it's awesome for spam. <laughs> Set out signal wants to. Uh, it's get- the new business model for signal because they're clearly running out of money and they're going to go uh, down in flames. No, apparently for spam. this is this is a, actually a serious problem is that in the new 2024 budget, they're the CIA pulled the funding for signal. Nice. So signal has been getting 33 million a year from the CIA. Oh, that would make perfect sense. 
And it's a honeypot. I've been saying this all along. And that's it's why it's not you're like, a honeypot. You're like, it's come on totally, to signal. And I'm like, no, it's a government thing. It's totally not. It's a, it's a independently developed Israeli app. In con- conjunction with the CIA. Well, the CIA funded it. Backdoor, backdoor. Fake podcast, fake podcast. Fake podcast. No, no, no. Signal has been confirmed to be the most robust of all the different secure messaging platforms. And there have been a lot that have come and gone. Mm-hmm. And Telegram's still kind of holding on. Telegram, I don't understand how Telegram survives because at least in Signal, it's mostly one-on-one communication. Uh, in Telegram, it's predominantly large group communication with a bunch of photos of memes. And it stores all that shit. Like their bills for storage have got to be huge. Well, I want to, I'm confusing the two of these. If I'm not wrong, mm-hmm. telegram, when you do a group chat, yeah, it has to be stored on somebody else's server. That's not on telegram. The one-on-one stuff goes direct, but I think to do a group chat, you have to set up a server to do a group chat or something. On I don't telegram. know. I've never set up a group chat on telegram but i've certainly taken subscribe to a bunch of groups because i believe that the group chats are totally non-encrypted as well when it came to telegram there were some very weird things on the way that worked where signal i don't know one of the funniest memes that i posted on nojin the social yesterday came from telegram which was somebody from ukraine saying that if if there is no winning against russia then we have to consider that the entirety of the country of ukraine needs to be moved to the west to continue the fight from there and they recommended manitoba as (laughs) a mostly empty space uh where we can transplant the rest of the current population of ukraine and continue the fight from so well, just, i wonder if the and i said i'm all for that man i would support that idea completely i think that getting the remainder of the nazis moved into canada sounds like a great plan because that that is where the majority of them currently reside uh so if we can contain all of them within canada uh it's a win it's not a bad concept yeah move so people I'm, apart I'm, from each other this the whole concept that everybody can live in I peace and harmony support a good idea even if it comes from a ukrainian it is what works you do not want to put all these people in the same area they will not get along so put the like-minded people together no you do want to put them in the same area that's what we're talking about you put them all into canada no but that's a, they're all like-minded then they're all you're putting yeah. them with more people like mm-hmm. them yeah exactly and Mark Cuban's CyberDust is still around. That was the first encrypted yeah. program I remember getting some brass, mm-hmm. mainly because he was on uh, Shark Tank. Shark Tank, yeah. But it's still yeah. If around. it wasn't for Shark Tank, nobody would remember who the fuck this guy is. He's literally. Hey, he had broadcast.com, man. I made a exactly. billion dollars. His, his claim to fame is what you just said. I bought a is, domain name. He bought a domain name. And he started this whole concept of uh, let's put a, some news networks on only on the internet where they, they don't have terrestrial transmitters. They're 
available and he had shows that i actually watched like um there was a inside mma show that i used to watch uh and it was only available on on cuban's uh um online only television network and then during the height of stupidity that we all lived through where all kinds of companies started getting acquired for crazy amounts of money he managed to sell his holdings there for just over a billion dollars which put him into a a very exclusive club and he's been hovering just around there now for over a decade he's put some money into i mean again he's an entertainer we get it he's put money into some other things that have made cash and he owns a basketball team and uh, he does own the basketball team because he's a tall dude and they all like to pretend they play basketball hey if you're going to be tall you may as well buy a basketball team Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. Oh, and I one. know CSB is going to be wondering. Uh, so I'll, I'll just tell you, Mark Cuban's ancestry is he's a <laughs> Hungarian Jew. Well, I'm glad you looked that up. Yes. Well, it's a requirement because anytime you talk about somebody, if CSB is not familiar with the ancestry of that person, you have to define it. Michael Jordan used to own a basketball team. Now he owns a NASCAR team. Right. And he would be a Californian black man. Hmm. Well, there you go you have to break that down yes one of the greatest of all time the goat mm-hmm. i think he may be you could always argue about the basketball skills yeah but he's a guy that's good at marketing unlike you he's, he's good at marketing he'll be he's generally good at sports in general yes yeah golf yeah. gambling yeah. well gambling he had some issues well not many of the guys that are good at actual sports are good at gambling and you know when you have the kind of money once you're in the billions range Mm-hmm. As, as long as you're not completely out of control you can spend a lot of money gambling that you're never and this is what people don't understand if they're like michael jordan lost five million dollars gambling Ooh. i know and it's like well how is that compared to what i have in my <laughs> so if that was me what if what's five million to michael jordan yeah. like what's that yeah. to my bank account and it's like that'd be like 150 bucks uh-huh yep so he's not gonna miss it nothing to worry yeah, I about mean, he i'm sure would prefer not lost it but right. ultimately it doesn't really matter and occasionally i'm sure he's gonna win big yeah yeah no it's it it happens but as long um, as you're not insane you can gamble a lot and as long as you know what kind of money you have and what you can lose it's one of those when people go to vegas so i i took a tesla uber the other day Ooh, why did you steal it yeah or who you just driving it? She's um, like, I took a Tesla Uber. So the guy showed yeah. up. I pistol mm-hmm. whipped him, and I start driving mm-hmm. the car around. It was it was I great. Took it from him. I took yes. it right away. Yeah, exactly. And the Tesla, you know, Tesla is famous for not integrating Google or uh, uh, Apple CarPlay into their system. Well, yeah, because and they're so, at war. Apparently, so he was. Uh, yeah, because they don't want to advertise on Twitter. And so he, um, he was following the Tesla map directions, which led him into a closed off one way street the wrong way. That seems like it could be a problem. And I, I said, whoa, 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 whoa. You want to go this way? And he's like, oh, well, I wonder why the, the Tesla is telling me to go this way. I'm like, I don't. So the dude was problem, just like man. listening to what the directions were telling him. No, he wasn't listening. He was looking at a screen, which was telling him to go left. That's even more concerning. 
and uh, and I had already taken that route previously in another Uber. <laughs> when you were in so your Tesla, you're like, no, this is not where you want to go. It's just it it kind of just gave me some deja vu of when I had my original Apple iPhone. And I was driving to meet some folks over at the nuclear power plant. And Homer Simpson and his buddies. Yes, I was meeting with Homer and his buddies. Uh, and I was following the directions on the, uh, on the map. And the map led me to the cooling lake for the nuclear power plant. And the ramp... Like if you want to go fishing in that lake to put your boat in the water. And it told me to go down the ramp in order to get to the parking lot of the nuclear power plant. So it wanted you to go into the lake. Well, through the lake, I would say to pull up out of the lake, apparently, and into the parking lot. Seems totally legitimate. And anyone that wants to look it up, it's a Comanche cheek, cheek, Comanche peak power plant in Texas. Um, and there's a cooling lake, uh, right next to it. So you'll see what I'm talking about. And I was like, uh, okay, maybe I should start not trusting this map. Right. That's like the same why you don't want to trust chat GPT. Cause that's not always right. No, no. It, it seems like it was right. Like it got me right close enough. It got me on the other side of the lake from the power plants, but unfortunately not. And, uh, well, this is and, where people can no longer think for themselves. I mean, it was yeah. a you know great scene in the office when Michael Scott follows the GPS right into the lake. But I have a feeling more than a few people have done that. No, that's based on reality, dude. That's, uh-huh. that's it's funny, but it's totally based on reality. And, you know, as a result, I the the, the yellow cake was already cold by the time I got there. So, well, that's I mean, you don't want to go into the lake while it's lit. But what's lit? when it's lit when it's getting the uh, the nuclear uh, content is you know where it's glowing literally maybe glowing. Well, no, the, if the lake is glowing then you got bigger problems to worry about <laughs> i mean the whole point of the lake is to cool off the the plant so that it's not going to glow sometimes it works sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't um well and it's generally a good idea for it to work if we're talking about a nuclear power plant yeah otherwise you got chernobyl baby you got three mile uh, island. Yeah. Otherwise, we got some issues. It's and, been a while uh, since we've had a good nuclear plant meltdown. Oh, yes. Let's talk about that, shall we? <laughs> I didn't say we were asking for one. Uh huh. But it has been a while. I now, mean, you know, I will say the attitude at this uh, Santa conference that I went to. Yes. Homeless Santa Con 2023. Homeless Santa Conference 2023. Down in Florida, too, right? Yes, down in Florida was vastly different and in a positive way, in my opinion, about nuclear power, because uh, we actually had quite a few folks that were talking about the benefits of nuclear power, which is. um, It sounds like a lot of hateful white people, Gene. Uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, I. I could be wrong, but I believe there was not a single black person in the room. That sounds like a racist conference. A racist conference. And I, I still want to know why you were dressed in winter garb fully if you were down in Florida. It it was uh I think that photo must have been from the um you know the 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 dress up ball that we had. Oh well yeah, the of conference. course. The costume yes. ball. 
Custom ball. That's what it was. You yeah. went as your favorite podcaster, which oddly enough is yourself. Yeah. Well, luckily I brought the costume with me. So <laughs> I, I had the uh, Adidas tracksuit. Well, um, okay. And it, that worked out well. Here, okay. Serious question. How many days were you gone? Yes. In Florida? You, how many days were you away from the homestead? I was gone for less than a week. How many Adidas tracksuits did you bring with? Uh, then one more than the total number of days. <laughs> it's like underwear. Kind of. You want to bring enough to cover every day. You and gotta, then, well, you got to bring a variety. And I, I and in I case there's some kind of accident, you need a spare. Yes. Yes. And I had my red Adidas shoes with me, so it worked out well. Oh, wait. Um, okay. I will the say I did, well. I did win the, um, the spot of fed award. Oh, because so apparently did, everybody thought I was a fed. It's the uh, spot the spook award that you would yeah, get. Yeah, well, in this case, it was spot the fed award. Spot the fed. Spot and um, the fed. I, I guess nobody could believe that in a conference where everybody else is wearing suits and ties, that the guy standing around in a tracksuit with a long beard and glasses. Yeah, not just glasses, not totally blacked out wayfarers with a Ray Ban. And, and it has a picture of a guy with a beard and glasses on his hat. <laughs> yeah they're like you're trying this is exactly what a fed would wear if they were trying right? not to exactly. look like a fed it's like hey man i'm not a fed look at me i've got a beard and people are things. tugging on the beard like is this thing real <laughs> it's a it's an act uh, right mm-hmm. total act so that was something um you were really the only person that was dressed casual is that true i was not dressed casual i was wearing a tracksuit <laughs> Some people might consider that to be casual dress. Well, you know, you're looking at the guy next to you like I wasn't wearing jeans for Christ's sake. You're not like it's not an Armani suit. What do you spend in that suit? I can get these yeah. Adidas. I, mean, I can get these things sent to me from Moscow. Thirteen dollars a piece. <laughs> these are exactly. bargains. Bargains. Bargain this is, at half the price. It's Russian Adidas. <laughs> it's way better. Yes, this is this is the post Germany pulling out of Russia Adidas. Uh huh. This is, means it's the uh, yeah. Chinese that are producing those and giving none of the money to the company Adidas. They're way cheaper as a result, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no doubt about it. That's how we used to buy mm-hmm. all of our hockey jerseys back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spend 30 bucks instead of 300. And you're like, okay, sometime every now and then one was so bad, you yeah. just had to trash it. But more times than not, it was pretty damn good. Yeah, and I'm, I'd be surprised if it was bad, because as far as the Adidas stuff, I mean, they're literally coming from the same factory. Yeah, they're just going out the back door without the licensing agreement mm-hmm. Yep. in all the colors of the rainbow. How many different uh, colors of Adidas do you currently I have? I got a lot of colors, man. I, I think I have. You should do it. Okay, do, that's what we need to see is a video on No Agenda Social just of your closet. Of oh, God, no. Track no, suit after tracksuit after nope. tracksuit after nope. tracksuit. No. You think people would look at you differently after that? No, I don't need anything like that. Just let your valet do it then, Gene. Oh, yes. Yes. My valet. I don't have a valet. Jeeves can uh, do that for you. Yeah, I don't know if Jeeves is still around. I think he got shut down quite a while ago. Well, that Jeeves, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Ask Jeeves was right there on, with uh, he was using cyber dust to try to get his information. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see more. You have like a 19-year-old Ukrainian girl in the basement doing all of your... Uh, hey, now. Sorry, we weren't supposed to talk about that. 
getting all yes, of your clothes ready. You know, Mila has nothing to do with this program. Leave her out of it. Ah, Mila. Beautiful girl. She was. She was? What happened? She aged. <laughs> she, she hit 19. Jean's like, done. Yeah, I had, I had myself a 19 Ukrainian named Mila. She was awesome. Bring me a new one. That's how it works. NetNet says ask.com is still around. That is surprising. Jeeves is dead, but ask.com is still there. The, so the whole Jeeves logo and everything's gone. I guess I'll have to look. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't thought of asking Jeeves for anything. Lately. It, it just says ask with, you know, trying to look like a cool logo. Yeah. Screw that. Yeah, this is all. This is another one of these garbage sites that do nothing mm-hmm. but try to, uh, congregate the news in some mm-hmm. way and i don't even know why culture hello i'm johnny cash facts about the man in black it's like the guy's been dead for like 20 years i mean he was a legendary artist but what is this a top latest articles like we're we're doing a deep dive into and i hate that word too we're doing a deep dive into johnny cash mm-hmm. it's very weird but I still have some of these sites on, I'm sure, on my list here that Do really? don't exist anymore. The old search engine sites. Let's see. I had Google, of course. Oh, Excite. Is Excite even around? About.com, Zaba hey, Search. What was that website that used to have maps, like MapQuest or something? Was yes. Yeah, thing? MapQuest was the one before Google Maps kind of killed it. Yeah, and I remember, I think it was MapQuest. I actually like the the, their format because instead of doing just a normal map looking map they kind of stole what the old triple a triptychs used to be and they would create a custom map based on your route that only had the roads you were driving on and the intersections of off of those so you didn't have to see all the garbage outside of the road you care about you only wanted to live in the world you wanted to live in do you remember triptychs no you really were you ever were your parents ever triple a members no oh well that's why that's why so triptych was a pre-internet service that triple a had for members to where you could say i want to drive from minneapolis to chicago how do i do that you go to your triple a and they would look up in a rolodex which triptych pieces to put together and they would put this into a ring binder for you that had segments of about mm, maybe 10 miles long in each page. And then it was a booklet that they was made up of only the relevant pieces of the map. So you could basically see the entire drive down from Minneapolis to Chicago, which would be on Highway 94, I believe until it merged with 90 down there near Chicago. And you would see on each page, like a 10 mile segment of that drive showing all the exits and, and, you know, like McDonald's or relevant restaurants that are nearby, but nothing else. So no confusion of other roads or having to take a yellow highlighter and draw your own route on a pre-printed map. So it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, NetNed remembers that. See, my parents never know. No, no, we just we just got lost when we were driving. Yeah. That apparently it was way easier before GPS mm-hmm. was a thing. Hmm. Now everybody hey, relies Ned, on. You want to you want to come be on Sir Gene Speaks? Sure. 
Because I'm looking for guests. You must, you must be really getting to the bottom of the barrel. I know, right? You're like, would you like to? Now, how would the conversation differ, you and I doing a searching speaks then? And well, with NetNet, I think he'd be typing shit and I'd be reading it. Else, you want NetNet to come on, Sergey speaks. Or do you, I thought you were asking me. You want NetNet? No, to come not on. you. No, screw that. No, I'm talking about him. Hi, NetNet. Would you like to be on Sergey speaks? This is the yeah. part of Unrelenting where we ask random troll room people <laughs> if they would like to come be on a completely different podcast exactly. than the one you are currently <laughs> listening to right now. This is how Gene gets new listeners. We can one talk about triptychs and stuff. It'd be fun. That's how we get new listeners one by mm-hmm. one as Gene invites them on the show <laughs> and then figures they will listen to at least that show. Yes. yes. That's how I maintain my numbers. Yeah. The, the numbers are freaking phenomenal, too. Yeah. They're a lot better than I expect. That's for sure. You're like, people still listen to this? I don't get it. I took a year long break and people are still listening. Well, it's the, the beauty of podcast. Devices are still downloading. Yes. <laughs> and this is where the beauty of podcasts come in, though. Uh huh is the RSS feed has made it so mm-hmm. shows that don't have a regular release date. You know, yep. back in the day before RSS, if somebody was releasing content, you would have to go to their website and look. And right. if people didn't, if oh, I didn't get a show for a few weeks, you stop going to the oh, website. They to must look. have gone out of business. Yeah. But with this, with the RSS, as long as they don't delete you from their podcast app, mm-hmm. when you do a show after a year, it still pops up like new show. That's amazing. Now, uh, he says he's down to do the show. He has a day job, but he, he does okay. this on the weekend. So, I mean, you'd be good. Yeah, we could. Well, I do it also after hours. I mean, the last episode I did, I think, was at 7 p.m. Ooh, Net Net and Sir Gene after hours. You never right. know where the content's going to go. Well, it's going to go somewhere less crazy than Nick the Rat. That's for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, Nick's usually inebriated. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I don't know what he is, but he just doesn't ever seem to mention people that give him money. That's that's my issue. Yeah, Net Net is EST. Just get you're on uh, No Agenda Social. Just get with them, Net Net. Get with Sir Gene on mm-hmm. NAS, and people will be like, "Oh, we want to hear Net Net." You Net Net and hi, yes, Net Net says Nick the Rat's also high. I've heard Net Net on uh, Net Net on uh, on Hog Story or one of those. Net Net's been yeah. around speaking of high guys uh-huh. he's not net net is not a podcast virgin he may be virgin in other ways but he is not a podcast virgin oh good that means he owns a microphone and i don't have to send him one right otherwise he would have sent you an sm7b along yep. with the cloud lifter mm-hmm. and an interface pretty much but luckily don't need to do that as he does for all of his co-hosts except for me you still, said you already had a mic, so we're good. I'm still waiting for my MacBook Pro or my oh, no, no, Mac that, Studio. The MacBook Pros ended with my co-host 15 years ago, so, you know. <laughs> Things went poorly. Yeah, yeah, especially for the MacBook Pros. This show no. is Gene's longest-running co-hosted show ever. It is, yes. So, I mean, I'm on episode 100, I'm going to give myself a gift or something, I'm sure. Yeah, take it out of our mutual money and give yourself a gift. That sounds about right. When will we? Let's see. Today's 95, and there's 96, 97, 98. Well, that's like the first. Uh, it's coming no, up. Second week in January will be episode. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. Assuming oh, we don't take a holiday break for anything. It'll be a fun marker. I haven't checked to see what, what Fridays, if there's any holidays on Fridays or not. I don't think there are. I mean, what do I care? I don't even care if it's a holiday. It's still the show, but I mean, Christmas and New Year's Day are both on Monday. So Fridays are steering nice and clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We're good, good to go on that. Episode 100. Though, I mean, this everybody, you're going to want to be thinking, saving up your holiday cash mm-hmm. to support episode 100 of Unrelenting. Yeah, 100 episodes of this. It's amazing. Did you ever think we'd make it to 100? No, I didn't think we'd make it to 20. The average podcast stops at 27, I think, or 28. I thought it used to be the average one made it to like three, but I guess shows that uh, have a little bit of staying power. And I've noticed that the number on podcast index Mm -hmm. is not really growing like it once was. So I think Mm -hmm. the the concept that people that were all like, hey, I'm going to make a million dollars podcasting. Yeah, I I think they've now realized that there's not a lot of money in podcasting. You just have to like what you're doing. Yeah. If you enjoy having somebody listening to your phone calls, right. Then you, you probably enjoy podcasting. The CIA is already listening. So why shouldn't the rest of the world? Well, I've been saying for years that I, I really wish that I could just get copies of my phone calls from the NSA through freedom of information <laughs> and then post those instead of having to do a whole separate recording. Yeah, but the quality wouldn't be as good. Although with this new with the filters they got, sure as hell would be. The filters can really make that uh Uh make that shine. Right now, if you look at somebody just sent me more sets. Damn. If on uh the podcast index, there's about four point three million podcasts in the index. Most of those are dead because in the last ninety days only four hundred and sixty two thousand have updated. Yeah. Yeah. And in the past, so let's just say even if they're a monthly podcast, that yeah. brings it down to 338. Yeah. In the last 10 days, 241. So you have to figure weekly podcasts, there's probably about 200,000 weekly shows I out there. I kind of feel like most podcasts, like actual real podcasts are weekly. And the ones that are monthly, I think are more, how would we describe them? They're more just like an update of the person. Yes. And less so a podcast, but I don't well, yeah, because it, it, it's an oddity because it doesn't feel as much like it's a show. If you're only doing it 12 times a year, it seems like it's more of a special rather than a regular ongoing show. What should I have for lunch? Oh, well, see, here's the part of the show. Everybody get your bingo <laughs> card out. Gene talks about lunch. I mean, what's your sushi guy not getting together with your caviar guy to bring you a little, uh, little friday delight it's funny you joke about the caviar guy but i had a buddy of mine mail me uh a link he apparently was sitting in a plane next to a guy who has a caviar company oh of course why wouldn't you and you're like now i want to be buddies with you so i'm i'm trying to see if i can get a an affiliate link for his caviar business and maybe promote that a little bit you're trying to go all affiliate links all the time well, that's the plan. You know, I attempted to do that with video with another co-host, but that guy's insane. So that didn't work out too well. So there are a lot of people that are insane. There are a few. I, I will definitely say that the the closing of the asylums uh, has long reaching ramifications. Yeah. Hey, and I learned that when I was doing the Playmate sites, when yeah. it was at the time. The stupid, crazy matrix you learned about. Uh-huh. Well, it was one of these things where the girl that I first did the site for that was bringing her friends in to have the sites done. Mm-hmm. Your affiliate. Correct. You know, and what I was charging at the time was only a few hundred bucks because yeah. this was early on. 
Right. This was not and you really got to hang around pretty girls. I get it. Which really wasn't the case because none of them were based in Chicago. Oh, so you didn't get to hang out. Well, what the hell was the point? Then? Although, we, I mean, there was the week, one weekend a year where they had the, and they still may have these things called glamour cons, which basically mm-hmm. are the uh, ex-playmates and other adults mm-hmm. that it's not the full blown out porn kind of thing, mm-hmm. but the, the more, a little bit more tame, they used to have these conventions, like you'd have a baseball card convention. Yeah, I think they still have OnlyFans conventions. So it's, it would be very similar to that. Yeah, because that would be the new updated version of it. But whatever I was charging, like 500 bucks, she was getting, you know, 100, whatever it was. And then she was like, well, no, I, I want 500. I'm like, but that's what I'm charging. So do you want me to, like, soak your friends? I mean, maybe that would have been the better conversation to have. But just the way that it was presented to me. How bad of a drug me, habit did she have? I don't know. I mean, possibly. Although mm-hmm. she was the one that married a UPS driver, which I found, you know, was kind of interesting because it, it wasn't like that was a far cry down the line. This was fairly shortly after she was in the magazine. You would think, hey, help, well, me, you know, help me decide. Okay. You want your, uh, Asi- like Asian Indian cuisine or Chilantro Tex-Mex Korean very jersey, ethnic choices today or jersey mike subs no 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 do not do jersey mike subs okay. i mean they're good but uh All the, right. the amount of carbs you're gonna have is not or good halal hub oh see now i had some great steak shawarma bowl yesterday mm-hmm. with the spicy um, rice and the spicy hummus like i said put the spicy hummus then in the eggs this morning oh so good I didn't even or, know I loved this kind of food until this place opened up because we have like 5,000 Mexican joints and 10,000 Italian joints. But this was the first works. Mediterranean place. Why don't you just grill up a big steak? I don't have a steak in the house right now. Oh, my God. Or I get General Sal's chicken. Now, if that is made from a uh, pure, it's, it's made with pure, um, god damn it i'm blanking out smg no what the hell yeah msg msg yes that stuff will kill you mm-hmm. but as long as it's made uh well i mean i don't like the you know whatever panda express and all that as long as you're getting it from a quality yeah this place is called general style grill interesting if it's good and i mean go for it you're gonna be hungry an hour later you think Gene's always going to his phone like, do I want to order Chinese, Asian, Indian? Yeah, and sometimes I do the same thing with food. Yeah, it's amazing. And sometimes you combine the two. Although well, never, I, don't, I like to mix them up a little bit, though. I was going to say, if you're having uh, if you're having Indian, then you want to mm-hmm. have Chinese at the same time. You know, you have a little. That's a little too close. Too. You, you know, you got to have a little separation there. Okay. Like, you, you know, if you're going to do Chinese, then you get Ukrainian as well. Life advice from Sir Gene right here on Unrelenting. I'm just saying, you know. This is why you should thing. support the show. This is why you should boost. Ask your questions during the show as long as uh, they're not like a two Satoshi boost. Get a big no, boost. It, it's got to be a, a reasonable amount, like $5. Then you're totally in like Flynn. Yeah. It's and, like. You know, doing 10,000 Satoshis, which is under $5, just seems kind of ridiculous. Ooh, NetNed was also a bit of a hacker back in the day and a freak. 
Dean, uh, we could talk about that. I'd love talking phone freaking. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, you into freaks? Back in the day. You were all freaky. I mean, it was the very basic of let somebody else do the work. Right. What that still is. True. True. I just remember having pages and pages of the the Sprint and MCI phone card numbers. Right, right, right. You know, or being able to do the uh have I ever told you about how I uh I called the White House on those? Oh, really? That was interesting. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Well, you know, when I called and uh it was weird cuz uh it actually rang. Ooh, well, calling a yeah. phone number and it ringing. Wow. Well, you don't expect the White House to ring. I mean, right? really, why would it? You think it would be a totally different mm-hmm. noise. I know, right? It should be anyway. Yeah. And then uh they actually answered and uh and they said uh signal which what you say now no it wasn't signal it was like action Action. you were calling a movie set and uh, action action exactly <laughs> something like that and uh and then i thought okay who should i ask for and then i couldn't remember who the president was so i, I hung up <laughs> I did but this is a long time ago you know way back in the day yeah way back when when random computers were just hooked up to phone lines and the ability to trace those phone lines. I remember there was a, yeah. like a pumping station for the airplanes at O'Hare airport that was on. Mm. And I'm like, just imagine the kind of uh, mm-hmm. stuff that might happen. I, it's, it's wild. I remember there was a, um, there was a, uh, a modem that was set up in Oklahoma uh, apparently at the federal building, I didn't realize this at the time, but through that modem, you could actually control the, um, there was a computer that was set up in that building, uh, on whether or not the garbage chute works or not. Nice. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, you know, I'll bet you if you get that garbage chute stuck, somebody's going to toss a cigarette in there and the whole damn building is going to blow up. And did it? Nope. It did not. Like, it I did blow trying. up a few years later. Well, that's uh, very interesting. Yeah, totally unrelated, though. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, a big change was when we got the ability to dial without having to hang up the phone yourself. And then they had all the boxes that you can make that would do things like, you know, you would never get charged for a call because you could pick up your phone and dial, but. The box made it so the phone company never got the signal that you picked up the phone, even though it would still allow the call to be made. And oh, so much fun stuff. They the interconnection through the AT and T networks uh, was a mystery to everyone, including AT and T. It's kind of like we're not. It's kind of like now with all of these large language models, where they're like, we're not really sure how it works. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. it does kind of. And what was the other one? Uh, NetNed said there was uh, MCI and Sprint, and there was one other long distance company. There was that, that like died probably because they made no money after all mm. this stuff was uh, used. But that's right. He's like, you use this so you can call all the bulletin boards throughout the country because long distance charges were not cheap back in the day. For and for no reason, really. If you no. think about it, no. Now you could just pick up your cell phone and dial anybody in the country, and there's like no charge for anything. Yeah, but I know my up till very recently, my mom's cousin who passed away a few years ago, 
they were still getting charged for long distance calls. It's like, what? And like, I guess if you're on a grandfather plan through AT&T and you don't change it, they'll just screw you as hard as you they know, can. I've heard about that. So even just recently, somebody yeah. had that happen. Uh-huh. Wow. Like you got to make sure you're. Yeah. Uh, Cause I think like a decade or maybe 15 years ago, I remember my parents were complaining about the fact that you know, we're talking on the phone to them long. And I was like, what do you care? It's free. There's like, it's not free. They're charging <laughs> us. I mean, what do you mean? You're charging you. You're kidding me. And some was like just still in the area. Like if you weren't within like 15 miles, there was a per minute charge for, you know, even just calling in the Chicago area. If you were further away, mm-hmm. I don't think it was quest. Um, but I, again, yeah, I, I, yeah I remember when I worked in New York, that was the case. Maybe if you called like outside of Manhattan, there was a charge and it was a cheaper charge, but it was still like 10 cents a minute or something. For talking to one of the other boroughs. That was nuts, man. I forgot about that. That's uh-huh. crazy. That's why you had to have all of these uh, phone cards that you could just dial on in. And they were like 5,000 digit codes, too. This was the beauty of this. This is why you needed the automated system. But the, I mean, I guess the beauty was if you put in a correct number, it gave you a tone that mm-hmm. confirmed it was right. So then somebody just built a box to call up and try every freaking number. Mm-hmm. There had to be some kind of algorithm. I would uh, think so. I mean, back in those days, I wouldn't be surprised if they were literally serialized. So there was, you know, 10,484, 10,485, 10,486. Yes. Local toll calls, net, net, and uh, toll fraud. Looking at Wikipedia here. They just talk about uh, Sprint and MCIs I mean, and AT&T. Maybe there was AT&T as well. Mm-hmm. if they had their own cards as well uh oh yeah the relative there was i guess a time when the companies had the calling card numbers six or seven digits oh yeah like that wasn't going to open you up to uh mm-hmm. to fraud now i was in northwestern bell territory where, where were you what were you guys local phone company the uh just bell i mean it was whatever the chicago area well that's what i'm asking uh, you don't remember what it's called I don't know. I mean, it was just uh, like before it was AT&T. It was just Bell. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was a Chicago Bell or. Well, we can look that up, I guess. Chicago Bell, everybody. Ring that bell. Illinois uh, Bell. That's what it was. Illinois Bell. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, before AT&T became AT&T, we had all the little baby bells. And then uh, that were regional. That were all part of the big bell ma bell and then the um i can't remember what year they they converted to at and it wasn't at but they what what happened was if i remember correctly the government the government big uh, bad government forced them to sell off the long distance portion of the business right and then split each of the local branches into its own company. So you would actually have what used to be Northwestern Bell became Northwestern Bell Incorporated, where before it was just a region of the, the original Alexander Graham Bell Company. Illinois and Bell was founded in 1881. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in and 1971, Illinois Bell, the first ever telephone company to offer 
call waiting, three-way calling, speed calling, and call forwarding. Believe it or not. And charge you for each one of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. want to pay for that service? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They was not cheap. Everything then, people take for granted today. So AT&T was the long distance wing. And then after that happened, I think within about a decade with deregulation, the bells started consolidating and buying each other up. So the bigger baby bells would buy the smaller baby bells to where you had Southwestern bell, you had the uh, Northwestern bell, which actually became something else. Um, can't remember what the name of that company was. And then AT&T started buying up the remaining baby bells to the point where that whole process of breaking up my bell is completely reverted back now. So, well, now you don't need the phone companies. You're just making your phone calls on the internet. Yeah, exactly. And the quality is better. And your phone's made by Comcast. Yeah. Well, true. Well, it covers all of my, uh, the backbone we use the voice over ip it's we don't, through uh uma mm-hmm. but of course that's using the comcast line no i mean like your phones your cell phones you bought through comcast through xfinity right? correct yeah it's the yeah. xfinity mobile mm-hmm. which is very cheap if you don't use any data whatsoever i'll tell you i've been super happy with mint mint i hear good things about even though I, it's owned by ryan reynolds well not anymore he sold it did he still doing commercials yeah he is but well, that's the smart it. way. Now he's getting paid to do it. Well, he also became a billionaire out of selling it. Oh, well, that's a, not a bad thing to be. He yeah, wants to be like Taylor Swift. in Hollywood now. Yeah. And not for except, his acting ability. Well, except that Taylor Swift spent a lot more calories making her billion than Ryan Reynolds. Oh, this is true. This is true. She's a very <laughs> active girl. Yeah. All those boyfriends. That's a lot of activity. She's going through them left and right. You got to write new songs. You got to have new content yeah that's the main reason i the, the way i understand it taylor swift songs are like her podcast we have a podcast Pretty much then they come out about as often yes exactly put out three, well like willie nelson if you can put out three four albums a year you're doing good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if people are buying them guitar. why wouldn't you yeah keep putting more well, out well plus you gotta you know you gotta pay for that pot cotton gin just said in the troll room troll room.io what are the odds? I turn on the stream and hear Darren talking about Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. What are the odds? I'd say 0.99. It's close. I mean, there's a high percentage. We have to check the bingo mm-hmm. cards. Did you decide what you're having for lunch? People are going to want to know before yes, we log I out. Decide, I went for the general salt chicken. General salt. Did you go with the uh, white rice? Do you get some uh, fried rice? I'd love some good house fried rice. No, they didn't ask me, but I actually don't eat the rice because I'm trying to avoid carbs. So oh, but I, house fried rice. You get some beef, you get some shrimp, you get some chicken, you mix them all in with the fried rice. and Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So I just got two bowls of general salt chicken and I'm going to throw the rice away. Two bowls. Damn. Well, if you throw the rice away, it's not that much. I suppose. You could have just been like no rice. And then be like, what do you mean no rice? Well, that, that, I, sure, you could say no rice, but I don't know. I wasn't. You would rather do a podcast while I was ordering, dude. Throw the rice away. (laughs) My focus was not at 100%. Don't you have somebody that could enjoy that rice? You go to one of your neighbor's house, go to Elon's next door and say, do you need some rice? I got. Do you need some rice? Yeah. I ordered some rice. Yeah, no. 
No. Not going to be not hey, going to be I utilizing ordered, it. This is this is actually kind of funny. I ordered a fifty-five pound bag of dirt. How big? Fifty-five pounds. Okay. So it's a bag of dirt that shipped from Wisconsin. Oh, it's Wisconsin dirt, or is it like Chinese dirt? No, it's it's Wisconsin peat. Do they have the best peat? I do not. They have. I have very not good been peat following the peat world. Have you? Are you not a a peat connoisseur? No, not, I'm not. Aficionado? Okay. I am so, not yeah, a Wisconsin peat Wisconsin has some pretty good peat. Michigan has some pretty good peat, especially in the oop. And um, so I ordered this bag on Amazon. And this bag was, I think, 24 bucks. Um, which, you know, for 50 pounds of dirt, it's not bad. Especially when you're traveling and bringing it halfway across the well, country. And that's the crazy part, right? So then I, I get home from my conference for uh, Lazy Homeless Santa Claus. And there is a, a, a box with a UPS label on it that was shipped second day. <laughs> and inside that box is a bag of dirt. Now, I don't know how much of a discount they get. For shipping, but the last time I shipped a ten pound thing, yeah, UPS is not cheap. It was like fifty bucks to ship ten pounds, and so uh, and and I think the just the basic freaking mail envelope, the flat rate envelope, is like seven bucks. So I don't understand how they can ship a over fifty pound bag to my house second day and only charged me $22 or $24, whatever it was. And not for shipping. It's free shipping. Yeah. It's free shipping. Yeah. It's totally free shipping. Cause it's Amazon. And so, I mean, my, my, uh, plant collection will be happy because they are going to have some fresh dirt to eat. Um, but I just, the math of that does not compute to me. No, they have to have a really now, good deal with. To be fair, Amazon. that I could have gone and bought a bag of generic dirt at Walmart for about seven bucks. Oh, but no, generic. You, you don't you have a dirt guy? I, I do not have a dirt guy, so I had to order my own peat from Wisconsin. But uh, this is higher quality dirt than, uh, and it's good solid dirt. Like, you know, a bag. If you buy a bag this size from Walmart. It's going to weigh 15 pounds and it's going to be made up of mostly air and styrofoam. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting it. You order your Pete from Wisconsin, your Petra uh-huh. from Ukraine. Yes, exactly. Way different. Yeah, you got to you got to order the appropriate thing from the appropriate place. That's why I always say. Billy Bones wants to know, why are you shopping at Amazon slash Walmart? I thought that was right in the content here. Cheap. Delivered to your door. Yeah, because Walmart is lesser quality, a little bit cheaper, but lesser quality, and I would have to drive to Walmart. Well, I enjoyed when we moved into the house here, which Mm -hmm. was like 15 years ago. Amazon was still around. Yeah. Or was around already, I should say. Mm -hmm. We ordered a Kohler sink in black for for the bathroom down on this level. Okay. And what they delivered was a white sink. So not oh. only did you get free shipping, which sinks are very sink. heavy. Yeah. Probably more than the 50 pounds of dirt. Yeah. And then they had to come because they didn't have their own shipping. Then yeah. UPS came to pick it up 
and then brought the new one. I'm like, how much did Amazon lose on that order? So I got a free bed frame that way. Really? Uh huh. On Amazon. (laughs) Same kind of thing. They, they shipped the bed frame, but it was the wrong size. And they're like, we'll send you a new one, but we don't want the old one. I'll get you a new one shipped out. I was like, okay. But this was, you got to realize this bed frame doesn't show up in a box from UPS. This shows up in a truck with a lift and (laughs) and two dudes that come out of the truck. At least put it in your garage. And it turns out they didn't want it back. Well, no, they totally did not want it back. They're like, nope, we'll ship you out a new one. And and luckily I happen to have had a, a bed that would fit the other frame for the guest room. And, um, so I didn't, I could actually make use of it, but if I had to throw it away, that would be a bigger pain than they asked for me. Right. True. That's a big, heavy thing. It's you like, it doesn't go in your trash bin. It's way bigger than your trash bin. So it would have to be a, either stored until the twice a year oversized collection days, or, uh, I would have to pay extra money to have it be disposed of on a regular day. So you have an, all I'm hearing is you have a spare room and people should come visit. Well, I do have a spare room, but no, people should not come visit unless she's from the Ukraine. Just like Hitler.